0: Kind of got messed up yesterday, and I don't know if it continued to get messed up when it got fixed or what the story is. But I've got like half audio, so in your headphones, yeah. So I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Oh well, I'm fiddling with it. I'm trying to get it fixed. I'm trying to get the control ship, the, the whole thing taken care of. Maybe there,
1: I don't know. Oh, well, I wish I only heard half <laughs> of you. How do I get? How do I get said problem? How do I get to that bra? What's uh, What's going on with you, buddy? What's the story, uh, dude? Honestly, I'm a little. I'm a. You know what? Screw it. I. Uh, <laughs> so I was like putting the rundown together last night, right? And obviously, the White House. You know, uh, press secretary is like released eleven days into like his job. It was it was nonstop coverage of that yesterday. It was pretty big news. Couldn't get away from it, yeah. Right. So like in this business, that would be what we normally call topic A, which yeah. is like you normally put that at seven o'clock. First thing, at seven o'clock. That's where topic A goes. This is what's on everybody's mind. You should probably be talking about that. And I said to myself, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it because the Trump supporters, like honestly, like if you say anything, even if it's factual, that isn't like stroking him. You're like a hater, and right. then they hate you. Right. So I was like a little. I was like, you know what? Dude, just don't do it. Just don't do it. But I happened to be a little snarky about it via my social media, not the stations. My social media. I saw that, and I said, maybe he's building the wall out of ex staffers, which right?
0: isn't even that snarky. I mean, that's just like a- it's pretty well, low hanging fruit. Right, like that's a pretty like easy, easy joke. There. It's a
1: pretty easy joke, right? And so, of course, you know, people who don't really like Trump thought it was great. And so a dude hit me up. He's like, he's just draining the swamp of people he hired like he's just draining the swamp of people he hired that's what's happening 11 days so that's how we drain the swamp by firing people who have only been in, in there for 11 days send them out
0: right there. like and this
1: is what i'm talking about is like dude you argue with facts and like it still doesn't work
0: I, I i think a big part of what's going on here and i think you saw it with obama but i think it's been um intensified by president trump um, is I think people are just so deeply devoted to their cult right now, to their tribe, to their place on the hill. Man, this Kool Aid's good. Um, exactly. Exactly. Man, uh, just dude, keep it
1: delicious. Dude. Keep
0: pouring me this Kool Aid because it's when, good. When, when uh, you know, and I think at this point in life that most people probably have more in common than they do apart. But when we, I would agree. With but that. when we define ourselves in these tribes by Twitter do, and news, right, 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 and, and 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 you know, it's not even at this point. It's not even like, oh, hey, I'm celebrating something that went right. I'm celebrating that it went wrong for, for you, you right? right that's what it is right now and with that kind of being said, which is the
1: opposite of unity
0: it's 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 what do I want to say it, you get into this like cult like mindset where it's like there is no wrongdoing there is no as long as as long as you're not winning that's good for me and that's not the case like
1: I, I want people to understand I'm not anti Donald Trump I'm not anti a trump presidency but the guy was out there yesterday saying there's no chaos in the white house and then an hour later fired his press secretary like at the end of the day what is the definition of chaos then when what will have to happen for you to admit that there's chaos going on i'm not saying he's going to end up being the worst president in the world but you cannot deny that there's chaos in his administration right now and like this is what i have to do i have to like just put my head in the sand and pretend it's not happening because this last election we got everybody out of their houses who never votes. Which somebody explain to me why that's good? Why the people who can't raise their hand once every four years to vote do it once and this is what we end up... Why was that good? I don't know why... People who've never voted are getting out of their house to vote. Explain to me why that's good. Voice of the disenfranchised. Why is the apathetic being dragged out of their couch? Why is that good for us? You
0: feel empowered. I, now listen, I'm not necessarily agreeing with the, the cult of Trump, but I... I know you're, what you're but, doing. But you're I, just trying to piss me off. <laughs> I understand where that comes from. Um, and I, I, it's, not that, it's not that I have a problem with people you know, having their opinions heard and people voicing what their concerns are. And even if those concerns are different than mine, that's not what my issue is. Um, but it really has turned into this very high wire balancing act for broadcast <laughs> outlets. Unless you're Samantha B, or unless you're, you, you know, you got to be all News. in on what you're doing, right? Like, I- unless you're going to be 100% Trump or 100% anti-Trump, to have the conversation, it's just like I, guys like me win? are in a lot of
1: trouble right where's now. Where's the win? Like, because do fans own full in left side of, uh, of the politics? Now I lean that way, but I got plenty of conservative views too, and so like guys like me right now. Are, we're the ones with the problem because I'm kind of in the middle like I, I I don't care what side of the aisle you're on just do what's right for the country
0: and this isn't even like really a criticism of President Trump a little bit but more so I would say of of the rabid support of the of the dyed in the wool fan base of his or, or loyalists to him is like I've said it since since the the, 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 the the primaries were going on is I feel bad for my dad who's always been a conservative who's always right. been a logical like sound minded person just felt differently Small than me. government. You know what right. I mean? And like and, and, and throughout throughout my life, dude, I can just remember me and my dad like going at it about different issues, but that's not even what this represents anymore. Like his viewpoint iron, and his sharpens viewing, iron right? Right. And his viewing of, of 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 what politics are and what government is and what the country's supposed to be, no longer represented by the GOP. Or yeah, that's least, how my brother feels too. At least that at least yeah. that rabid fan base, and they're obviously the loudest, obviously the most out there, obviously the ones who are getting themselves on camera or or if if not on camera, at least via social media. But
1: this is the problem with like punchline politics is that drain the swamp. Like, you do anything and people just put it underneath that umbrella. That's crazy. You don't, that's not what's happening. It's insanity. See, I, I, I there's chaos in the White House.
0: Yeah, there is. There's no doubt about you it. You can't <laughs> deny it. <laughs> well, what I, well, I, I think a big part of the problem, at least, is. Um, there's a huge difference between campaigning and doing those punchline politics, doing drain the swamp, doing hope and change, doing, you know, any of the, the, you know, I like Ike, any of the million different things that politicians have used and actually governing. And I think that's what you're running into right now is a problem that, the people in the White House right now don't have a lot of experience actually governing. You, I mean, great campaign, dude. I mean, honestly, you put it together. You won in in, in a fashion that nobody expected you to. And I said
1: I wanted to say yesterday. Now
0: the job's different.
1: I wanted to say yesterday. Remember when we remember in this country like a year ago when we all knocked career politicians? Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. How what would you give for a career politician right now? Right. Now, here's the other thing, okay? And let me tell you what I'm really worried about with the Trump presidency. I'll tell you what I'm really worried about. It's not Trump, and it's not what President Trump's going to do to the country. It's not even that at all. You know what I worry about? I worry about the overcorrection. Oh, my God, we're spiraling out of control, and we oversteer back into the skid and do worse. And right. America and the millennials and Twitter eventually does just give us a full-blown terrorist next time as the president that I hate America ideology because we can't have a guy like that. And we're going to go completely the opposite other way, and I worry about the overcorrection next time. That's what I'm scared about right now.
0: Well, I mean, you talk about uh, the, the thought of how much would you pay for, how much do you want an experienced politician. Um, I, I know what you mean there, um, but it, I'm not it, saying
1: it's going to happen. But I worry that that's what America does
0: at this point. If you think about what's going to happen and how I don't want to say the cult of Trump, but
1: how his most most fierce supporters, what happens? We stop you right here. It was literally ten minutes ago. I said to Phantom, "Don't worry, dude. I'm not spending all day <laughs> talking about scary you Don't
0: worry, I'm not doing it." What happens? If something does happen, if it turns into impeachment, if it turns into, you know, President Trump being removed from office in shame, and I I'm not saying that like, oh, this is what's happening, but if it were to happen, I mean, what happens in America? Like people are going to lose, lose their, their minds. minds.
1: Right. Lose their minds. It's gonna be something else. I'm telling I'm worried about the I I think I don't know if he'll be impeached or not. I know I had said for a while I thought like it feels like they want to get him, and eventually I think, dude, if people want you bad enough they're going to get you. you. Six months in, and how many, how many, how many
0: small, uh, not even small, but I mean, how much smoke is in the room right now?
2: And I'm not saying it's
0: a, all impeachable. I'm not saying it's all like you know. The, I'm, I'm not calling you, him a Nazi. You
1: stack A on top of B on right. top of C. I right. mean, dude, at some That's point, fire. It, right? It's some. <laughs> it you, you, fire. you got fire going, on. right? I worry about four years from now the overcorrection and dude uh, and then, you know, America tries to show how how tolerant of everybody they are and we end up electing somebody with legitimately anti-American views. I know people felt like that's what Obama was. I feel like that's a misrepresentation of what a lot of his views were. He was an apologist and I hated it, but I don't think he was necessarily anti-American. But I worry we're gonna overcorrect. What we're doing? I'm worried that it's going to be Rosie O'Donnell. It's not going to be somebody. It's- uh, dude, well, I effing quit. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, no, like, I quit. Kid
0: Rock leading that that poll right now for the Michigan Senate. Like, what do, you, what do you think? That's out
1: of bounds. Meanwhile, dude, I you know what? I completely forgot with that whole Kid Rock thing. What is that? That sex tape with Scott Stapp. Remember that? Oh, remember that geez. in the back of that tour bus. Remember that? Yeah, exactly. I completely forgot about that. Uh, I was on the air when that happened. I remember playing that audio. Alright, I'm not going to do it to you all day But I had a little bit of anger inside me And it was a lot about that Some dude hit me up on Facebook right before the show started And was like, he's just draining the swamp No he's not, he's firing people he hired Because he realized, oh my god, this guy can't do it The vetting process needed to be A little bit more thorough there That's it, that's it, I'm not going to call the guy An idiot, I'm not going to say he's the worst president Ever Is he capable of doing some good? Yes but you also need to stop patting him on the back for the low unemployment rate because he hasn't been in power long enough or signed any piece of legislation that would lower the rate of unemployment. Not at all. Th- those numbers are just made up anyway, remember? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's more like 30%, I has think. Has not signed not one piece of legislation that would do that. Not one. So you can't give him credit for that. I Believe me, I'd love to. But it's not better. where that
0: credit goes. Got all that off you? Feeling better now? Yeah, a little bit. I'm sure all your issues are taken care yeah. of. Now no, none.
1: Yeah, now right, I'm good. normal. But- now I'm even keeled. <laughs> ready to go. Actually, we'll uh we'll help you get a thicker, thicker penis. That will happen next on Rock1069. Rock 1069. Rock Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show, Rock 1069, 645. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to walk back something I said on the air yesterday. I I said something yesterday, a little off the cuff, somebody has taken issue with it. Email not only me but a member of sales here. Mm -hmm. They're friends, so it wasn't like we're yanking our business, but it was like more like you need to tell him he's wrong on this. And I've been I went back and reviewed some more data yesterday and I may have been wrong about something I said yesterday. I'll walk that back six forty-five. A lot of time is spent on this program consoling dudes with small penises. Yeah, sorry, guys. You know, we, 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 we do that a lot. Like, this is like this is just part of what we do. It's a strong dong Tuesday it here is on a, the Stansberry Show. A, it is a strong dong Tuesday. Yeah, it is. It is. Indeed. It's also New Turt Tuesday coming up at 9 o'clock. Yeah. You're getting a, a song called Thunder Thighs. Oh, yeah. I don't even know who that's by. It's just a, like a random group of women singing. A, chicks. Yeah, singing a song. That would be awesome if that's what they were called. New Shaquille O'Neal, he's got a diss song out on LeVar Ball, we'll play you that. And then new Nine Inch Nails, that song's called Less Than, I can't wait to hear that. I'm a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, so I'm pretty interested to hear that one. But back to this making your penis more, you know, impressive. Okay. This is all about, like, the thickness, the girth okay. they're All right. And so, like, you know, a guy's, uh, so guys wrote into Men's Health, and they had a woman respond. Um, not that a woman won't know how to make a penis bigger. I'm I sure, sure she can be a doctor.
0: I was going to say either just experience in the, in the, in the, game there, or I mean, you know, a D doctor.
1: Yeah. So she says, a, she feels bad for men. She's like, I, I, I feel bad for you that your entire, like your self-confidence all comes from the size of your penis. She's like, I would feel, t-. she's like, that would be what an awful way to go through life to, to have that linked to something you cannot control.
0: Now, women have, I think. Boobs, a, right? I, well, I think I think a harder road to hoe in that sense, but at the same time, nice. they, um, they have a lot more diversity with what they can define their self esteem on. If you don't Longer have a road to be a hoe, maybe if you don't have big boobs, you got a nice ass that's worth something. You got a nice even hair, like, or you know, there's fat, pretty. There's like, well, she's fat but she's still pretty. You know, there's a million different things there. Dudes kind
1: of have their hair. Put a pin in that. We might get back to that. one. <laughs> dudes,
0: dudes have their hair, and that kind of counts. I mean, maybe. Well, a little yeah,
1: bald would be is a huge hair, issue for men.
0: But I think the the D is much more important. You know what I'm saying? Dudes will have a big gut and whatever. You live your life. Even going bald, you move on pretty quick. Once you,
1: once you like acknowledge it, like, yo, dude, I'm, I'm going to be bald. But there's also a lot of fixes for that now. Yeah. They've got plenty of stuff. I mean, they've had hairspray for hair for like ever. But
0: the D, I mean, that really is where we define not only like our attractiveness and like, well, is the, is, am I good enough for the opposite sex? But also just like your masculinity and like how
1: like manly you are. Yeah. It's There's, important. Th- th- it there, is. Is, there is something about that where it's like, you know, when when you're naked and getting out of the shower, you look down, and you're like, I don't know, man. Back <laughs> in the day, I might have been a gatherer, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if they let me hunt. I don't know if I get to go hunting. Maybe not. So this woman writes back, and she's like, look, there are some things that you can do. Obviously, plastic surgeons can help lengthen the size of a man's penis by cutting a ligament. And this then can help it hang out a little further but there are some side effects to any like thing right she says here the side effects risks include the development of scar tissue which then w- could ultimately shorten a man's erection or make for painful erections well i don't want that i'd rather have my penis be a little bit smaller and not hurt
0: Yeah, and and be a little bit larger when it actually matters. Right. I mean, the concept of grower, not a shower. I mean, how many times are you really showing your soft, you know, penis? Like, not all that frequently. Never. That's. I mean, right? That's usually you in the bathroom showering. It's not like, I mean, by the time you're in Talking it up, like, come on, buddy. By the time you're- (laughs) You gotta
1: go. Did you see her? Don't you do not lay down on this job right now.
0: By the time you're in the bedroom, usually there's going to be enough blood flow and enough excitement, enough something happening there for it to be like, all
1: right, you know, Your your woman's primarily seeing your erection. Now, the second option that you have is injections or fat injections. And so then men can get a thicker penis through the effect. It often wears away with the time. Now, we talked about this not that long ago. It's like three days, I think it was, or something like that, right? Or something. They inject it. Now, what she suggests you do more than that is that there's new research in the last few years that have studied devices that men can wear underneath their clothes. And what these will do, Fantone, is they'll, they will gradually stretch your penis and add length or girth. So she looked into two of the devices that have been studied and found to be effective. These have actually found, been found to be effective for this. Right. One's called the Andro penis, and the other is known as the Golden Erect. Now she says, look, I know the names are cheesy, but welcome to penis stuff right. and weed stuff. You kind of right. have to drive the marketing right home. Um, she says here there is no evidence that she knows of that there is any herb or pill that can safely or effectively increase the length or girth of a man's penis. And I would agree with that. All right. I haven't studied all the data, but here's what I know.
0: <laughs> Sansbury's just been sitting around free base and extends.
1: <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what I've been doing. Here's what I know. I know if it's on the counter at Speedway, yeah. it's probably not going to make your penis bigger. Yeah, that's that's safe, right? <laughs> like those
0: two pills are. That's not going to work, right?
1: But see, I always talk about this, but like. You give men the illusion of hope in this area, and you might, dude.
0: They'll just hand you the money. Well, we we've, we've talked about this before, and you know, most ED comes from something in your head. Yeah, and most you know, eighty percent of it they say is mental. Most times, you have a diamond cutter that's probably in your head too, where it's like you feel competent, you know, you're about to knock it out of the park, put her through the other side of the mattress, and you're like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go kill it right now. And like, you take that, you placebo effect ex- extends. You pop it in your mouth, and all of a sudden, you're like, yeah, dude, you know what?
1: Things raging right now. I'm ready for her. Now, this woman also says what we always say on the show. Stop watching so much porn. You're exposed to huge penises in porn, man. which makes them think that you are inadequate. She's like, you're not inadequate. And you got to remember that the woman you're sleeping with hasn't watched porn in five years. Like, They're not watching porn at the rate that you are, and so you're in your head about it. I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I wanted to ask you, because right. no matter how big your penis is, no matter how thick it should happen to be, Everybody wants a little bit more out of it. Would you try the andro penis or the cold and erect? I mean, it's just something you wear underneath your clothes. It helps stretch it.
0: No, because I feel like at that point, I am going to do some sort of damage. If you're constantly stretching on your penis throughout your day, like scar tissue is going to build up. So I don't know. I feel like it's if I could put on an extra inch, would I try it? I, 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 I sure I mean what am I going to do say yeah, no like the answer is yes what am I going to do say no I don't want a bigger penis but I, I, I don't necessarily know if it would be worth the associated risk or certainly whatever the cost is I'm not paying for that
1: no I already ordered it so <laughs> <laughs> I guess well I, I guess I'll, I, I would say I'd let you borrow it but that sounds very weird hey fans how you want to borrow my penis straightener <laughs> God, that is terrible. I do have to walk back something I said yesterday on the air. I was called out by someone, and uh, they may be right. We'll do that next on Rock 1069.
3: Dan Stansbury, Matt Fantone, Just Kiss Your friend, picks. The Stansbury Show,
0: Chilling in the Studes with Meduse,
3: on Rock 1069.
1: Welcome back to the stands Show, Rock 106.9, online WRQK.com. Stick around, 9 o'clock is new tour Tuesday. You're getting a brand new song called Thunder Thighs. <laughs> that one's interesting. New Shaquille O'Neal, his diss song on LeVar Ball, and then new Nine Inch Nails. I'm excited for Nine Inch Nails,
0: no question about it. But I'm also excited for new Shaq Fu right there, dude. I, uh,
1: I kind of want to see Nine Inch Nails play Concerts for Legends. I kind of want to watch that happen. Um, Here's what I'll tell you. What is that? I'm not knocking anybody. Trent Reznor sells out. Right? Nine Inch Nails and Canton sells out? I bet it does. I think it does. Although I said Toby Keith was going to sell out too, and I don't think as of right now that they're actually sold out just
0: yet. I'm glad we stand here because there's a point I want to make. I saw something on Facebook yesterday. Oh, no. And somebody like shared... That's where all the best info comes from. (laughs) A bunch of... I guess, like, not slanderous stuff against Kid Rock, but it was like... You know, here's a bunch of you know what do I want to say? Gratuitous things that Kid Rock has done. Oh, like when he was on the plane
1: with like the the women and all that. Right,
0: and here's a bunch of like vulgar things that he's done, and kind of just like yo, Kid Rock not a good represent representative of the Pro Football Hall of Fame of Canton of all those things. And I was just like, dude, I know we all want to get on our high horse right now, and certainly Aerosmith's history was terrible. And that's what I said, as I was like, dude, look at Steven Tyler. Number one, cussed the entire time up on stage during the concert for Legend. He did, yeah,
1: f bombs left. Right. I was surprised
0: by that. And number two, he effed a 14-year-old in the 1970s, and we act like that's no big deal. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, but dream on. It's so good. He can do a Skittles commercial. I assure you that's a big deal. Yeah, like, it's a big deal. Like, it's a huge d- deal.
1: Whatever you do, don't go do that today. No. the, the Yeah, the Aerosmith did it defense isn't going to hold up in court.
0: Unless you're a hot 24-year-old uh, teacher, then you can go ahead,
1: I oh, guess. Yeah. That's, what, that's what
0: they all say. Yeah, I know you're allowed to do that. But no, I mean, you know, the point to be made there is that like... Like, you can't you can't hang that around Kid Rock exclusively. No, every no, rock star, no, no, no. no, no. Not even every close. movie star, all of them have a terrible history in their past. Every and- great
1: artist has got is bumped up against that thing that makes people uncomfortable. It's welcome to art. That's kind of how it works.
0: Yeah, and if your thing is bumping up against a 14-year-old, I, I, it shouldn't even be. You should be in jails, which you should be in. Dream On is a damn good song. It though. is a good <laughs> song. Sure. Train kept roll rolling. the yeah, it's all good. And he wrote has got a gun to and make up for it. He's okay. fine. All he's right, totally all fine. Right.
1: Steven Tyler's totally fine. So I was talking yesterday about Game of Thrones. And I was talking about how on Sunday night I was watching the episode and I was kind of tired and I was on the couch and I was like, dude, I just want this over with, right? And I still haven't gone back and watched it again. I kind of need to do that cuz I don't even really remember how the episode ended if I'm being honest. Okay. And I was talking about other shows that I've been watching. And I've been lately I've been wanting to like cancel my cable like a lot. I mean, yeah. it's just a bill that I'm sick of paying, and I never watch TV. Like I just don't do it. I don't hate paying
0: my car note because it's like I have a nice car and I, I love appreciate my car. It. Right? I, I want to drive that. I don't hate paying my rent because it's like, well, dude, you have to live. Got to inside, live inside. But I hate paying my cable.
1: Back. I just feel like I don't use it as much as I should I, for something I, do I pay it, this much. And I was talking about how TV right now is so bad that I've been going back and watching things that I've already seen 10 times and streaming it again. And one of those was The Sopranos. Okay. And I had kind of said yesterday, I was like, man, now that I'm watching this over again, The Sopranos might be a little overrated. Okay. And so my buddy Jeff, who works down at Wacom, and you know I'm in business with them, okay. hit right. me up and was like, dude, I love you. I listen to the show all the time, but you're crazy. The Sopranos is the best show that's ever been on TV. And I got to admit, I went home yesterday and I started watching more of it. And I'm deep into the series now. I'm like in season five now. Like I'm deep in it. And I will admit that I liked this show further into the series than I thought I did. I thought a lot of the stuff that I was like, all right, once it gets there, then I'm kind of done right. was season three. And it was like, no, it's not. It's actually my memory was bad. It's actually late in season four, early Shocker. in season five. Stansbury
0: with bad memory. Who would have guessed? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. guessed
1: it? And I got to admit. I have been laughing out loud at the Tony Soprano outbursts. Now, I've seen this show back when it was on. I was a, he- I- I've had HBO forever. Like, a lot of people like to say that. It's like, well, Game of Thrones outpaced, you know, uh, the Sopranos. That, that means it's that much better. It's like, well, show me the number of people who had HBO when the Sopranos was on versus the amount of people that have it now.
0: Yeah. With HBO Go and streaming and all those right. different options. The more more people
1: it, have right? HBO. Therefore, more people are watching HBO shows. But like, I gotta admit, man, The Sopranos is pretty damn good. Like, I see a lot of myself in Tony, or a lot of who I used to be in Tony, like, just flying off the handle, constantly mad, screaming at everybody, doing the whole thing. And now he looks, I've been doing a lot of work on that with me. And he looks like a maniac. <laughs> When I watch T V now I'm like, dude, you look insane.
0: Well, and I mean, I think that's the that's the antihero in, in every in every show and every movie is that you do see your flaws, you do see your issues in there, and yeah, looking back on it, or at least looking at it from like a third party perspective, you can certainly see yourself and be like, Damn, dude, is that really what I act like? Is, yeah. that, is that really who I am? Um I, I I I and this is probably not gonna be a shocker to you, but I'm sure there's some people who are gonna be like, What? I've never watched an episode of The Sopranos. Oh, you should do that. I've never watched an episode of Entourage when those were like the shows when those were the HBO things that everybody was like I was a little bit too like ah dude if everybody likes it I don't want to watch it I don't care nobody whatever oh you were a hipster um I don't know if I would say hipster but at least I would I would take stuff I mean I, I if, if you call everyone who dislikes Nickelback a hipster then yeah I guess you can you can put you can put me in that boat um but the thing I will say and I'll say it about majority of stuff that you know gets considered we have these rose colored glasses where you look back on something and you're like, Oh, it was so great without really going back and, and watching it. Right. Like an example out in two bands that I'll put in, into the overrated, still fantastic and still hugely influential. Um, number one, Nirvana, I will always say Nirvana was, don't get me wrong, did huge stuff, great songs, but Little overrated. But, but, the, but the fact that I it, would agree the, the fact that there's still, you know, it, it was 17 year old girls wearing muddy bank shirts. Like, Oh yeah, that's, um, and number two, I always felt like the Beatles were like, dude, I understand. I get it. I, 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 I I'm not denying what
1: you the guys the foundation of it
0: though. I, I, well, I mean there was, you know, other bands of that era and other other acts that preceded them but it it's still you when you put it on such a high pedestal, Tupac I feel the exact same way about where it's like, guys, I get it really good, but it just because just because
1: it was That's your, the Diet Early effect.
0: Right. Just because it was yeah, yours, just Big because E2. just because it was yours in that time and you feel like that was the best, it doesn't necessarily make it facts.
1: You should watch the you should watch the uh Sopranos. The Sopranos. You should watch that. Right. It is, it's damn good. Like I it called it a little overrated yesterday and I gotta walk it back. Just Jeff stand by it. yeah, do not, nah, my buddy no. From Wakeham was right. right. Like the more I watched episodes yesterday, I was like, "Man, this is really good. It's really it's in depth." Now I will say, there's a lot less murder and crime in that show than you think there's going to be for a mafia show, and for all like the prequel stuff and like all this stuff that happens with TV shows now and like the rebooting, like I don't know why HBO doesn't commission that show again and do it differently and do, like, show how Tony became Tony Soprano. Go back to the 70s and show, like, how he, like... Because the, the legend was he, like... Robbed a card game and that's how he got made and like did the whole thing. Like, show how that happened. Show how his crew came together and do like a prequel. Even if for it's the- just a season. Yeah, even, though, even just- like one or two. Like, yeah, do a short run. I think it'd just be a moneymaker. It'd be a hu- now you can't do a whole lot with it because, you know, James Gandolfini's dead now. Right. But there's enough of him on B roll and stuff that yeah. you could kind of do like kind of that and like a, you know, a vision backwards and do like a 70s Tony Soprano prequel. I think it'd be fantastic. I think it'd be an awesome move. Somebody needs to hire me at one of these TV networks. Somebody I'm does. telling you. Somebody I,
0: needs to hire me.
1: I, 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 I could make all of this stuff that much better. So, yeah, my buddy Jeff down there at Wakeham was absolutely right. I had to walk that one back. And, by the way, honestly, if you're looking for work, they are still hiring. There, you down go. there. Hit them up at uh, Wakeham.com. There. Um, so, Roger Goodell is out there in defense of his product, which is the NFL, and that's what his job is. He claims the game's safer than ever, and we'll let you hear what he had to say next on Rock
3: 106.9. Please relax. This will be painless. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9.
1: 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show Rock 106.9. Coming up at 9 o'clock you'll hear the brand new Nine Inch Nail song Less Than is the name of that for New Turd Tuesday. We'll play that. Also new Shaquille O'Neal and uh, a song Actually we don't even know the artist. The song's just called Thunder Thighs. A bunch of heavy women got together and recorded the song about I guess summer clothing that they have to wear. Thunder Thighs makes its uh, debut on New Tour Tuesday. That happens 9 o'clock. Brought to you by the Hard Rock Casino. You know, I'm looking through um, my Facebook memories right now. You know how they kind of <laughs> do that? And it's all Hall of Fame related mm-hmm. because it's this week. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so one of the memories is this guy, Pete, who <laughs> the first year we were on the air we were telling people like, "Look, Canton's front and center during Hall of Fame week. Like, Nobody murder anybody."
0: It's good advice, dude. <laughs> and
1: he says, "I think it's pretty sad when the local radio station in Canton has to beg people not not to murder anyone the weekend." God, I love this new Stansbury show. I hope it lasts. I listen every day. Well, man, oh, that was three years ago. Uh, so
0: we still stand here, and I honestly still make the plea to Canton, Ohio: Please don't murder. Don't murder anybody. anybody. This week. Um, and uh, Good, I'm glad we're here uh, I've seen people complain on Facebook, Twitter All the social media outlets there um, Complaining about how Canton police And Canton government, city government um, Only Cleans up, starts busting criminals Starts doing all these DUI checkpoints A week or two out from Hall of Fame And of course Cleanup is important the week or two out from Hall of Fame. Of course, getting people off the criminals off the street is important a week or two out from Hall of Fame. This is the one time a year the entire world is focused in on us, dude. This is it. This is it. This doesn't happen again until next Hall of Fame weekend. So yeah, dude. You know what? Let's get the street cleaning crews out there. You know what? Let's get the street sweepers out there. Why wouldn't you want that?
1: Right. People. Come Makes on. all the sense of the world. Yeah. So Roger Goodell is going to be front and center this week. It's kind of just pretty much how this works. You know what I mean? The NFL um, starts making noise this week. It's kind of when they start taking things back over from the NBA.
0: and And Baseball's
1: just sitting there like, son of a bitch. Son
0: of a bitch.
1: Yeah. Hoping Aaron Judge can save it. (laughs) Like, please save us. Um, And there's been a lot of negative press out there about football recently. The CTE study came out. What was it? I th- think it was like 90% of uh, the people in the study had shown um, th- th- w- the brains that had been donated. Now, again, uh, those brains were donated by families who felt like there was CTE issues. So I don't know if that really shows you the true number of what happens.
0: I mean, I think they acknowledged that within the study that, yeah, and I think it was 110 out of 111 that were donated that showed that major brain, right. brain trauma right there. Um And, uh, you know, I, I, I agree that's a slanted and it's a biased study, but
1: nonetheless... Oh, you start breaking those numbers all the way down. Yeah, it's like they, they really... That study got paid to come out to say that football was bad but, for you.
0: But nonetheless, I mean, that's still a significant amount of, of bodies that have that issue when you consider there's not that many dudes who play in the NFL. Not that many dudes have played in the NFL. So I can only imagine there's, you know, more than a few bodies in the ground right now oh, who, yeah. did, who whose brains weren't researched, who didn't get looked at. And I, and, and I'm
1: sure they had those issues. That's a dangerous way to make a living. It is. It's just a dangerous way to make a living. You... you, you and yes, it's safer than it's ever been now and the technology and this, but it's still it's a very dangerous way to go to go about making a living. It's
0: safer than it's ever been cuz I don't know, dude, guys are definitely bigger, faster, stronger than they are m- more hard hitting like than I mean,
1: that's true. I mean, the physical attributes of these athletes are definitely keeping pace with the technology to keep them safer.
0: And let's look at the, the, the style of play I mean like you know when dudes weren't wearing a face mask I'm sure concussions weren't as bad Because guys were protecting their head Where nowadays you've got this You know this this Rydell helmet on That, that you know your coach has told you Like nah don't worry your brain's gonna be fine bro Get out there and go get some, go get some highlights right? And you know you, you, you throw that mentality onto these guys Who have that warrior mindset Who are gonna go out there and have been playing For so long I, I don't know if the game's safer You
1: know what will happen? We don't know that. We won't know that for five years.
0: Especially the further down the ladder you go. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure NFL guys have been trained pretty well. But when it comes to college players, when it comes to like D2 players, when it comes to high school players, I don't know. I feel like these kids are out there just trying to take that next step up and willing to risk their health, not knowing that long term, yo, if my brain gets effed up, my life gets effed up.
1: Yeah. So Roger Goodell is out there in defense of his product. We have a little soundbite from him. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. Yeah,
4: but, but, but with all due respect, you know, let's just try to stay with statistics. The average NFL player lives five years longer than you, uh, on average. So their lifespan is actually longer and healthier. And I think because of all the advancements, including the medical care, that number is going to even increase for them. So I, I, I think we just got to make sure we stay with the real data, because that's real data, by the way. Okay, you, if you don't accept it, I get no it. But.
1: I will admit that I feel like there is a media-driven war on football. It does kind of feel like there are people who are anti-football, and they like to write articles about how bad football is. But I... Although I will say this, there are guys... I used to host the Browns pregame show on the flagship station for the Cleveland Browns. So I used to have to do that every Sunday. And... Plenty of former players were on the air with me, and there were multiple times I had to remind a certain former player what year it was. Like, bro, no, dude, that was two years ago. Like, there was definitely, you could see signs of it, and it's alarming. And I know that youth participation in football is dropping, but are we really pulling NFL players out of that? Like, I hear a lot of NFL guys don't even start playing football until they're in like ninth, 10th grade. A lot of them aren't in pee wee programs. Um,
0: I mean, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of examples of guys not playing till later, but I'm sure there's just as many examples of kids that started playing when they were five and ended up playing throughout and their entire life.
1: We've got rid of the hitting, right? And a lot of that. Like in the practices and stuff, like, and that's why people say honestly, the football product on the field it, is not that good because we're not practicing as much.
0: Well, I mean, you know, pro athletes are coming from somewhere and and, and they're getting pulled out and getting taught from somewhere. Um, I'm not surprised that more and more people are 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 backing away from putting their children in football just based on the fact of like. <sighs> I guess maybe if you're like, dude, I know you're going to turn into Tom Brady, and this is going to, dude, you're going to be in Canton, Ohio, and dude, you're going to win five Super Bowls, and you would, of course, be like, all right, well, maybe that's worth the risk. But when, you, you, the most you're hoping for is your kid to go out there and enjoy himself, which realistically, that's what sports, what it's sport? for sports, youth sports, what it's that's for. what it's about, right. is for your kid to go out there and enjoy himself, maybe learn some lessons, be competitive, get that out of him. I can do that with with soccer and I don't mean to be like, oh hey, soccer that's uh, but right. I you mean you can get hurt
1: playing any sport, but I would want to reduce the risk. Of my children being hurt,
0: uh, well, and not just hurt, but like, dude, if, if your kid blows your knee out, that sucks. You got to get your ACL rebuilt, and like, dude, that's terrible. Y- paralyzed you know, playing football, but paralyzed brain trauma, you know, that's that's a different level of hurt. That's that's life altering, as opposed to like, I right, remember
1: y- when when we first started three years ago, I was hesitant to say what I'm about to say right now because of how big high school football is in Canton. I would not let my son play football, and. I've always said that what I would do is I would let it, but I would wish that he wouldn't. Anymore, I think I step in and tell my son, you're not playing football. I'd have him in baseball. I would probably let him play basketball. I would obviously push my kid towards golf, um, a little bit of tennis. I'd want him playing sports I think you could play a long time. You could play basketball until you're like 50.
0: I I think that's probably where most parents are right now. And you got to remember, for the most part, you're in control of your kids' hobbies. Now I'm sure there's some dad out there listening whose kids in you know into, into into like theater or something. It's like ah, I want them to play football and I can't do it. But for the most part, with a nine-year-old with a seven-year-old, you're the one signing them up for right. for,
1: for football. My or parents signed me up for soccer. Right. I didn't want to play soccer. Right. My parents they were like, "No, you need to do something." So we're signing you up for soccer. And I'll never forget. My coach told my dad I was <laughs> too fat and slow to be able to be. They honestly, they were like, "Your son's too slow for soccer." Just Chubby little Stansberry
0: wearing some Umbro's. Running around, like walking. That's what I I wanted—the
1: shorts and the shoes. I wanted the (laughs) Adidas-like soccer shoes. I thought those were sweet, man. And like, my parents signed me up for soccer. And yeah, the coach told him he's like, he's too slow. He can't run fast enough for this sport. And they told him like, make him wrestle. He'll probably be good at that.
0: I um, I played high school football, and I've been diagnosed with two concussions in my life. Like, I don't feel like oh, my head's gonna like fall off, or I'm losing my mind, or anything like that. But like, I mean, those were. Concussions in the tenth grade,
1: you know what I mean? Like in front. Okay, the- let me ask you this question. So you were diagnosed with two. So yeah. you obviously know what they feel like. Yeah. Do you feel like you had more that that were not oh, diagnosed?
0: Yeah. Even even outside of football, just give me the over under. Ten? in my life, uh, I would say five. Five concussions. Five. I mean, I that's can, probably a lot, right? I can distinctly remember I was playing like backyard football with me and a bunch of our buddies, and dude, this kid just lowered a shoulder into my brain, and just like I can remember like puking from it and like not doing anything. Really? I was just like, all
1: right, well, I'm- I had the wind knocked out of me. Never, no headaches. Issues.
0: Yeah, and dude, I'm really tall, so I feel like I hit my head on a lot of stuff. So I don't know, maybe I do have brain trauma, man.
1: I don't, I don't know. I'm getting a little concerned right well, now. I put the podcast together. You have <laughs> brain trauma for sure, buddy. I've, uh, believe me, I hear everything you say twice.
0: And it's not even like it's not like I played at, an, at a high level. I mean, I played high school football. Like, right. It's
1: not like at Twinsburg. Right. It's not
0: like I was in like college D one ball or even obviously the NFL or anything like that. So if that's happening at that level, I can only imagine. All right, you go from. You know, high now school go to, to Alabama. Right, you go to high school to college, <laughs> yeah. and the guys get bigger, faster, stronger, right. and there's higher expectations. You're out there playing in, in bowl games and stuff like that. Then you're in the Super Bowl, and you're trying to make millions of dollars. You're trying to keep this lifestyle alive for you and your family and your future. I'm sure you feel compelled to do it, but it's just like I wonder if your wife and kids. I mean, don't get me wrong; they're living the million-dollar lifestyle because you went out there and did that. But I wonder if it's like, dude, I'd sacrifice all that just so my dad didn't, you yeah,
1: know, have f- this issue. Five years after you retire, you're broke. (laughs) And so they're not really living it. They're not really living it. This guy tweeted in, just said, the first day of high school football was yesterday, Uh, and he saw a kid in a helmet carted into the uh, ER in Akron last night. Well,
0: people are... Very, very concerned about it. And if you, as a high school football program, look like you're just trying to say, "I ah, just got your bell rung, toughen up," you're going to lose your job. You're going
1: to lose that program. I remember making that point that ten years ago, you got your bell wrong, yeah. not you have a concussion. Well, right?
0: and, 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 and fifty years ago, you know, you didn't have PTSD. You were just shell shocked. You were right. just like, ah. Uh. Um. And obviously, Roger Goodell, and I think he has points there. I don't know if it's true or not that the average NFL player lives five years longer. I've never heard know. that. Um, I wonder what the quality of life is. I wonder what those kind of things are. Is like, well, if you're living there, kind of as a vegetable with your brain all after tapioca
1: up. dripping down your chin. <laughs> right, right, right.
0: I don't know what that's worth. Still um,
1: worried about me, and Joe Green, and you still,
0: <laughs> knocking you out, and you still and this week will, will kind of be one of the, the big signs of it, is you see the NFL um, taking care of their players kind of retroactively. And that's why at the Hall of Fame Village, um, you're going to have the hotel, you're going to have the restaurants, you're going to have the shopping. But Residences, but, they say. Right, you're going to have senior, senior NFL players living on campus because, dude, you got brain trauma. You don't have millions of dollars like the, like the guys that make money today do. And, you, you got
1: dude, you can't have Hall of Famers living out on the street. That's a bad luck. I, uh, I, I ultimately, yeah, I would probably let my kid do what he wanted in this regard of playing, but I would go to bed and I would look at my wife and say, "Do we better cross our fingers? Nothing happens here. I don't want to impede who he is a, a, as a high school athlete, but I'm worried about this. I would, now, I probably don't have a whole lot to be worried about. I bet my kid would be pretty lazy. I'm willing bet my kid probably not going to want to play football, but you never know. Guys, you're making some huge grooming mistakes. We'll tell you what you're doing wrong. That will happen next on Rock 106.9. Six, you're a jerk. Welcome back to the Sainsbury Show. A on a Rock jerk. 106.9, online at wrqk.com. Coming up you're at 9 o'clock jerk. is New t- Tuesday. You're going to hear new 9-inch nails part of that. You're if you're heading into the office, download iHeartRadio. Ignore your boss. Put on the headphones. Check out some new 9-inch nails at 9 o'clock with us. I'm interested to hear that I'm a huge 9-inch nails fan.
0: Yeah, and I believe that Nine Inch Nails still has some uh, some 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 ink in the pen there. Yeah,
1: that's just it. Do I, I, I believe his artistic ability could still make good records in 2017. I don't know that he will, but like, yeah, I think that you're right. There's probably more left in the tank there. It was just, what, two weeks ago? Because we were off last week. So it was about two weeks ago I told not necessarily a manscaping story about myself but the gold <laughs> bond story that kind of like went wrong i think a lot of people miss that what what happened again Blake? and so yeah we were talking about uh, like gold bond the one day on the show and i ended up buying like the gold bond <laughs> nightfall scent spray and like i applied it to said region it, the cold took me off guard i almost fell down in my bathroom on the wet floor it was pretty funny Uh, If you missed those, they are in the podcast. You can check that out, wrqk.com. But manscaping can be a a little bit of an issue. Okay? And uh, I know women have been dealing with this a lot longer than we have, Mm -hmm. right? The hair removal of all over the place and this and that. It's got to suck, man. Yeah, men are great at this. And we're apparently making some mistakes while we're like grooming said area. And one of the ways we're making this mistake is the worm in the nest What is that? It's that's exactly why I read it because I was like, what is that? I don't know what that is, but they say this is the most widespread mistake men are making while manscaping. And they claim that this is all because men have read or have heard that trimming the hair around the base of your penis will make it look longer. But they say this is what leads to worm in the nest. And here's what it looks like. You pull and stretch your penis out. <laughs> okay. You trim all around the base, but you don't trim the rest of the pubic hair. So then when your penis then retracts back into its place, it's like a worm in a nest. And they it's also been listed as naked mole rat in a tunnel, gopher in the hole. But they tell you here that most manscaping you do takes place right before you're heading out the door to go do something sexual, so they're reminding you that the last thing that's going to look appealing to your partner is a flaccid penis hiding in the bushes, so if they're basically saying if you're going to shave then shave.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean like shave it all off, but it has to be Trim uniform. Trim all the way down. Right, it has to be uniform. If you're going to... You want to be in the fairway, not the rough. Right, if you're going to go that route, you have to go that route the entire way. It, anything anything else is going to look ridiculous. I mean, like, what are you going to do? Get a fade in your pubic hair? Like, it starts long at the top and works its way down? That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Um That would... I don't understand that one at all. I, I mean, if you're going to... If you're going to make the effort, yeah. It's going to be noticeable. So then make the effort and Wait, go all the way in. Put it put
0: yeah. I mean, you know, there's no use half-assing something like that. And I mean, you probably do need to make the effort, unless you and your, your female partner have an agreement where she's like, no, I like it when it's untrimmed in 90 Some people so, do. And right. And they're, hey, hey, dude, hey, you know, nothing wrong with that. But if, if you're going out there and you think it's going to be a first time or you think that, you know, hey, maybe I'll get laid tonight, I would say about halfway. Like you said, you don't want to be on the rough. I don't know if you necessarily want to be on, on, on the, on the putting green, but right on the fairway, right? The fairway. So, right. Yeah, about 150 up. Right.
1: And so right. I uh, I will tell you that, I, yes, I w- will occasionally get lazy about this. Yeah, and everyone it, does. And if there's somebody that I've been with a couple of times, mm. it's like, well, dude, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. I don't necessarily have to, like, get this all smoothed out for you. You've been down there before. You know what you're yeah. dealing with. You're going to be disappointed. We know. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, who cares? I, I know, don't. you know. We all know. <laughs> we all, everybody knows. And so, like, you know, but when you're – about to embark on this yeah. with somebody new it is you want to put your best foot forward
0: i mean and i i would love to be like no dude i'm the guy in the relationship that continues to take care of this on a regular basis but no man and i feel what do i want to say you know i mean that's definitely one of the double standards of men and women where it's like i expect my girlfriend like to be 100 percent taken care of and me it's like yeah yeah whatever who cares if i've done it in a month i'm like yeah i should but you know whatever if i don't
1: Sometimes I'll just get lazy, right? And I'll look and I'll be like, "Man, it's starting to grow, it's starting to grow there a little a little bit there." And then I'm like, "I'm not having sex this week. What do I care?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, there are times where I'm like, "Yeah, just you know, I just don't care." I, uh, I, I I know there's plenty
0: of guys out there, and like I said, if that's what you and your partner are about, that are that are like, "No, we just live the hairy lifestyle." That's fine, but it, you you do even if you're going to go down that route, you do need to take more care of your 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 genitals dude I think there's plenty of guys out there on a regular basis who are like yeah yeah I ran the washcloth over it I ran the loofah over it and it's like you wonder why your wife doesn't want to embark in those activities that you do and it's like dude she hasn't s the d in so long and it's like well dude if you're not out there making it sable then like what are you <laughs> like what are you doing with it you know we can't blame uh, her
1: yes I agree that 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 you should take care of said region but it, I don't think it's fair to make the statement that that's why women don't do that while they're married I think think a
0: lot of women get married and go I don't have to do that anymore sure uh, but I think there's plenty of guys out there who think the same thing that I don't have to do that anymore and you wonder why your wife doesn't want to anymore
1: interesting you know what's interesting about that and this is this is not where I meant to go with this but you ever notice this when people cheat they'll do things they won't do at home Mm mm-hmm isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I know guys all the time who complain about their wives not... Dude, every guy kind of complains about not getting enough oral sex. It's just kind of like, built into what men do. Right. It's kind of what we say about right. our wives and our girlfriends. It's just kind of what, what's built in. But I know guys who, like, legitimately who have said, dude, my wife will never do that. And yet the guy, same guy found out his wife was cheating on him, and, like, that was like... Dude, that the other guy got it constantly. Well, And, and I, I thought... I was like... W- w- what a terrible thing to have found out about your wife. How many dudes have,
0: you know, started sleeping with their secretary after so many years with their wife and then they're finally like, you know what? I need to do some sit-ups. I need to start manscaping. I need to start doing all these things. That's true. Maybe
1: if you would have done that for your wife. A new sexual partner will make mm-hmm. you rethink your entire bodily you know, your entire body image and everything. Another thing here that's going wrong with manscaping is the burning nipples. What? Um, yeah, I don't know about what? this because I'm not really hairy all over my body. Okay. Like, I'm not really a hairy person. And, but this guy was sick of his chest hair. And he used to trim it with, like, you know, scissors. Like okay. those short, like little barber scissors. And he was trimming it. But he said, I just was tired of that. I wanted to get rid of all of it. So he rubbed nair all over his oh. chest. And apparently it's got, like, I didn't know this. But Nair has lime and lye in it, and that's what helps break down the hair. So then I apparently like the chemicals and that stuff will make and do nipples are sensitive.
0: Yeah. And I think nair and stuff like that is more for, hey, I don't want to shave my legs today. So I'm just going to nair it for a day or two and I can still wear shorts as a female. I don't think that's for taking like full hair off, like, like your real chest hair. Like I, I can't imagine. Yeah, I think that's a stubble thing as opposed to like an actual hair removal. system. I've always
1: heard it hurts. Like women, sure women say that that's, that's not a comfortable situation. And the Nair thing. I, I'm lucky there. I don't have a. I mean, I have obviously some chest hair, but not, it's not like Magnum bi, um, going on. And again, like, dude, certain women love that. Yeah, they do. Certain women love it because like, there is something that women will equate that like hairy chest to like you're a man, masculinity, yeah, for sure, yeah. I, and, and
0: which is unfortunate. And uh, like, I guess it's you know, you're not that many dudes aren't like walking around with their chest hair hanging out. It's not the 1970s anymore, but. Um, there's some guys, and I'm sure you've seen them too, there's some dudes who it's just like, oh my God, like I have chest hair, but it's not like obscene. Right. There's dudes who like, it, 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 it's 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 like another
1: shirt it's like wearing a sweater all the time i have a buddy i golf with who could go out on a golf course and take his shirt off and if you were standing behind us no, uh, like uh, yeah waiting for us to hit our shots you wouldn't know it would just look like he had a brown shirt on i mean he looks like chewy he's got hair all i mean dude it's like he's got like bushy hair on his arms where it sticks up like inches jeez like i like i again i'm not a hairy person i've told this story before but i'm not a hairy person so one time I was at, I was younger, a lot younger, and I got we were at a party and everybody was like drunk and, you know, doing whatever, and somebody paid me money to shave all my limbs. I got I got paid fifty dollars a limb. Arms and legs, right? And I did it. And if you look at my arms now, there's still places where like hair will not grow back. Like I'm just not a hairy person. I uh I'm somewhere in
0: the middle and I feel like I kinda lucked out there where it's like I have enough body hair where I'm like I don't know. Do you have any back hair? Uh no, a little bit on the lower back, but Ooh, that's kinda really? it. Yeah, but it's not like dark and it's not like bushy, it's just kind of, you know Pizza. It, well, it's like leg hair. a little ah. bit, you know, a little bit a little bit like that. Do so I have no, I got a little bit of back hair there.
1: I don't have any back chest hair. Chest is
0: all right. I mean, the pits, hey, I got hair in there, but it's not like this obscene amount. And I always do it. I mean, you should get guys with like hair on their knuckles and stuff. Our buddy Ricky has hairy knuckles, <laughs> really? and I
1: always bust his balls about <laughs> it because he's always telling me how he can't find a wife. I'm like, well, shave your knuckles, you freak. That is, yeah. I don't, uh, although, you know what? Let me see here. I'm not even wearing socks right now. Yeah, I got a little bit on the tops of like the knuckles of the toes. The toes? Yeah,
0: I got some on the big toe, but that's it. Yeah, I got, right I got a little bit. I got a little bit
1: on the big toe right there. Yeah, that's a, dude. That's a real
0: problem for some guys. And honestly, I'm shocked that one of us isn't going to say right now, like laser hair removal. You
1: can get it at. <laughs> but whatever. I don't even know where they do that right now. I uh, yeah, I'm happy I don't have back hair. That that is one of those things where it's like I don't know how you could not go somewhere and get have that taken care of. That's been like the butt of like sitcom jokes forever so if you have that it's not like you're unaware it's like a mullet in 2017 you know you shouldn't have that goddamn mullet what are you doing with that thing
3: we'll be right back with more sandsbury show hey stansbury show on rock 106.9
1: welcome back to the sandsbury show rock 106.9 nine nine o'clock new tour tuesday you're getting new songs including thunder thighs a diss track on Levar ball by shaquille o'neal and brand new nine inch nails songs called less than Through all those at nine o'clock. I'm
0: excited about Shaq Daddy getting out there, getting back in the studio. Shaq Fu gonna get nasty with it.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting to hear what Shaquille offers up there. (laughs) You better mention Gold Bond in that. You better. The general's on the track, (laughs) dude. The general would be in the hype, man, for Shaq's rap show would be awesome. Like, do you turn in the general into Flavor Flav? Oh, that'd be so good. Just your, your car insurance bill is like the big <laughs> clock.
0: I, uh, I've often wondered why Shaq doing all these commercials. The guy obviously has plenty of
1: money, but like... never too nah, it's money. There's no such thing as yeah, enough. Never too much of it, I guess. No such thing as enough money. No such thing. So HBO um, is the latest victim of hacking and they're now investigating a hack that targeted their TV shows Uh, in an email sent to employees yesterday got shared with CNN chairman and CEO Richard Plepler said cyber intrusion resulted in some stolen proprietary information including some of our programming Um, the big one that we're hearing is that next week's Game of Thrones script has been hacked stolen and is threatened to be released and I understand people wanting to get things early. I totally get it. I'm not one of these people. I don't want the script before the show airs. Just show me the show. Especially the script. Now, if it was like, yo, we're going
0: to leak the episode online. People are going to be able to stream it, watch it, wherever. and I You can see might appeal, get me on that. But, like, to read the script? I mean, what am I reading the script doesn't do for? me any good. Am I going to play it out in my head? Like, oh, there's the little dragons flying around. Oh, there's the zombie ice people. I don't know. I don't, yeah, it doesn't seem like... That doesn't seem nearly as enjoyable. as just waiting until Sunday at 9 o'clock and watching an episode of Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, I have no interest in reading the script early. Yeah,
0: my girlfriend, she... I mean, like every other broad on the face of the planet, loves reality TV shows, or at least certain ones. And one of her favorites is The Bachelor. And every season of The Bachelor, and there's like three of them a year, there's The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, all that crap. Um, Right they're before it... Right before it... They're all terrible. They're all bad. Right before it starts... Um she follows this I can't remember what it's called reality steve or something like that on Twitter and sure. he gives spoilers for the entire season and I'm like why would you do that I'm like babe you're going to be watching this for like 2 months like 8 weeks of this minimum probably more than that I think it's like 10 weeks I'm like and you want to know what is going to happen like you don't want to like let it unfold by itself and she's like no I just want to know ahead of time and
1: I'm like why what why, what good does that do I don't get I don't get that They say it's unclear how much information hackers stole and potentially leaked, but according to Entertainment Weekly, Hacker's published one episode each of Ballers, which is an HBO show, in Room 104, which I have not seen, as well as the alleged script to next week's Game of Thrones. Yeah, I think you would have a bigger hack on your hands here if you had the episode. And...
0: I guess maybe if you're holding it
1: ransom
0: and you're going to say HBO, either, yo, you pay us $5 million or we're going to leak this episode. Number one, I imagine HBO would be like, yo, F you, dude, like, we'll we'll, we'll deal with the consequences of you leaking it. But they're not demanding that, right? They're just like, yo, we're hackers and we can do this and we're going to do this. I have not heard the said demand. Like what's the
1: gain there? Like why would I why would I risk myself the ability to do it? This is what I've been saying about hacking from the beginning. You got to be careful with this stuff. I know nobody cares about it because it's just like anonymous and they do stuff and they're going to show you people's tax returns and stuff like that. But when like any piece of technology, like anything done using technology it's incredibly difficult when it starts and then as it gets yeah. further and further it gets really easy and you got to be careful with this hacking stuff because sooner or later it's going to be your neighbor being able to hack you and hold you hostage over what's on your phone what's on your computer what the data from where your car went or whatever but people are going to be able to hold you hostage over this stuff i do the threat of all this stuff makes me entire it just makes me really nervous and i hate this stuff
0: I um I saw there was a story from Las Vegas there was like a hackers expo or something like that and I think it was within 90 minutes like a ton of different hackers were able to hijack voting machines they had like yeah, I saw that. they had like I don't want to say mock voting machines but they had voting machines there and there was like you'll never be able to do this I challenge you to do this and hour and a half later they're like no we we did that it's done so, yeah, dude, it is. It's it's a weird place right now. We all have this trust on the Internet, which is bizarre because 20 years ago, my parents were telling me, like, no, you can't trust anything on the Internet. But nowadays, it's just like, no, nah, dude, I'll enter my credit card information here. Nah, dude, I'll put all my, you know, I'll, I'll put that on cheating on my wife here. Ashley Madison, yeah, I'm going to be fine. It's no big deal. We all have this inherent trust of of, of these websites and, and, and people
1: on them, and it's a terrible, terrible place to be. Yeah, I, um, I won't read the script early I don't want to know I I like wait I I mean don't get me wrong I'd like to be able to see it but I'm fine with waiting until Sunday and actually watching it I don't want to read it before I I, I, it comes out I don't want to do that so few stuff in life anymore is like you got to sit
0: down Sunday at nine and watch it I mean there's like sporting events Maybe that's it And other than that It's just like No I'll watch it when it comes out So the fact that Game of Thrones Is able to Say no You're going to be here Sunday at 9 You're going to do it And there you are Sitting there With your, with your Napoli's pizza And uh, your two point Pints of gelato And all that dude I mean that's, That is That's impressive
1: I don't mean to correct you But this last Sunday It happened to be Krause's pizza <laughs> And <laughs> it was only It was one pint <laughs> Of Talenti Peanut butter And chocolate gelato <laughs> It was delicious there might have been some white cheddar popcorn, too. Yeah, dude, I went off this last week. <laughs> dude, your boy went off. Like Yesterday I went home and I finished the rest of the krauses. I was like, mm-hmm. dude, I'm purging. I was like, that's it. So now all that's in my fridge now, though, is healthy food. That's it. And so like today's the day.
0: Okay. All
1: right. Today's the mark of the beast.
0: Today's the day that I go through the drive through No, it's not happening. Okay. No,
1: I'm telling you, I'm going to lose 35 pounds. Here it is. You know what? I wasn't gonna, but now I'm gonna, just to prove you wrong. Stick around. Uh, nine o'clock is New Tour Tuesday. You're getting new nine inch nails on
3: Rock 106.9. Barry Show on Rock 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9. Coming up at 8:30, there's news coming out of Browns training camp that I think is gonna make Fantone lose his mind. So Great. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clue him in at 8:30. We'll find out how he reacts to that. I found it to be pretty funny. All right. So uh, we'll do that at 8.30. Super Bowl is what I'm going to (laughs) guess. Super Bowl, right, Dustin?
0: Ah, it's going to be a road playoff game. Ah, Super Bowl. He
1: thinks we get a road playoff game this year. All right. So we'll uh, we'll look into that at 8.30 this morning. 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday. You're getting Thunder Thighs, new new Shaquille O'Neal, and new Nine Inch Nails. I can't wait to hear that Nine Inch Nails. I hope it's good. I read a very disturbing story uh, last night, and I wanted to get into this today because I have... (laughs) Uh, we'll put a pin in it. This guy, his wife was on like life support, right? He's thirty. She's 38, he's 35. They've been together a long yeah. time. They're married, right? It
0: sucks to be 35, 38 years old and dealing
1: with somebody on life support. She was in a car accident.
0: Oh, okay. okay. I was okay. going to say, you say something like that, and usually it's a 68-year-old, but... So she
1: had been on life support for a while. All right. So the mother-in-law, her mother, okay. came... To like stay with them and help him take care of her
0: yeah a weird dynamic there when you're a grown up but your mom's still kind of especially in something like that yeah your parent would definitely feel compelled wanna be to be close
1: to you of right of course so the mom lives about 20 miles away but doesn't like driving a lot so she's like you know what i'm just gonna stay here for a little while until we get this whole thing figured out right yeah now obviously your wife being on life support is going to be stressful yeah incredibly stressful so you're gonna lean on one another like the mother-in-law and the you know what I mean and the son-in-law and you know the husband there, you're going to lean on one another and kind of like support one another through this time when somebody you both care about is like I don't know is she going to make it I don't know who knows right you're going to be there for one another
0: yeah I mean your support system exists with your partner's family yeah I mean that should be that should kind of be the
1: case I think in, in, in most situations so they were saying after one night it had been really it had been really difficult so they went back to the house and they were both a little exhausted he says he made some coffee. And they sat down on the sofa. All right. So the mother-in-law then reaches out, put her hand on his leg to reassure oh, him that everything would be okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll he hand says on the thigh there. I have no idea why I did it, but I leaned over and I kissed her. Jeez. One thing leads to another. We end up having sex, and he says it was awesome. He says my mother-in-law's fifty-three, got a killer body. She looks after herself and works out religiously. Okay. He says, we carried on having sex until my wife came home from the hospital, until after she got off of life support, came home. He says, my wife is fully active again, made a full recovery, but I'm still seeing her mom on the side, just mostly at her place now. She relies on me being the son-in-law to do all the repairs and jobs around her house. Of course. So she then started relying on me emotionally as well. Yeah. Dude, somebody's got to lay the pipe, right? This is a man saying the sex is warm and loving. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. He says, I know it's wrong, and we feel guilty. He says, but there can't be any harm if nobody is being hurt. (sighs) We completely trust one another and we will never tell anyone. Our relationship is too important to us for that. So first, let me say, no, it's not. Sooner or later... The truth always comes out. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. The truth will always, always, always come out. You are never going to be able to keep a secret like this alive forever.
0: I mean, I agree with you, but I'm sure there are plenty of people in the world who would say, like, I don't know, dude, I cheated on my wife for two decades, never found out about it. We moved on. I would say
1: yet. As sooner or later. uh, Yeah, the cold case can happen, but. Are there exceptions to rules? Yes, there are. I think the rule, more often than not, I think that the truth is going to come out. This is going to end up coming out to bite you in the ass. Also, I would say somebody is being hurt. She just doesn't know she's being hurt yet. Yeah, I mean... But your wife's being hurt.
0: Especially considering, I mean, that it's her mother. I mean, God, dude, it's bad enough if we were talking about a sister, brother, cousin, something like that. Any family, even a friend, is 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 well over any line that you should go. But I mean, you're talking about her mother here. And you're right. I guess when you think about it, like, yeah, you cheated on your wife with your secretary for two decades, but that's not her mom. You know what I mean? That's not that relationship. So, like, it was probably a lot easier for you to be like...
1: For your wife, that's just some hoe.
0: Well, even even if... Easier to hide, just because, like, your wife doesn't do doesn't talk to your secretary, your wife's going to talk to her mother.
1: I mean, sooner or later, if it's a family member, isn't your wife going to be able to pick up on looks that you give one another at dinners or like holidays or stuff like that? Like, isn't that going to be part of what happens if you're both committed to hiding it? Do you? I, yeah, but how committed can you be is my point. Like, do, do you know what it's like? I mean, obviously you're in a relationship when you first start having sex with somebody. That whole first year and a half is just rose-colored glasses. Everything's great. They can walk on water. But they were doing that when she was in a coma. They were doing that when she All was right. when
0: she was in the hospital. So at this point, if you already have, you know, kind of worn off
1: that new shine, I. What I will say though is this: I was like, it's kind of a masterful plan on the level of if the mom calls her daughter, says, "Hey, this is broken at my house. Can you send your husband over here?" The Very rarely are you going to think, oh well, my mom's going to bang my husband. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that, you just don't think of that. And even if you did,
0: you would question your sanity of it. You would be like, no, 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 no. no. What am I? What am I thinking about? I must be out of my mind, right? Absolutely. How awful is that? Oh, it's terrible, dude. Like That's I said. That's awful. I mean, I think cheating on any level, there's always a victim in that. Sorry, guy. Oh, no nobody's going to get hurt, even if you were banging your secretary or just some hoe you met at the bar, your, your wife's still going to be hurt by that. But what a cruel twist of the knife it is to be doing it with your mom. And like I, I, he definitely as as a guy, you know, you're wrong, but I guess I understand the you know I want to bang other people, but like as the mother, I mean she's really in the worst here. There's plenty of blame to push around. I agree, but I would point at her as being the worst
1: person on the planet. Yeah, you're both wrong, but somebody can be doing worse things, and I think that's yeah. like it's have you child. Have it's you a a child? Have you ever slept with like one of your partner's
0: family members? No, never, dude. I- I've, I've never, I've never. I'm not a cheater.
1: I've done this. All right. Let's get this. Let's get the details. (laughs) I have done this. I dated a girl when I I was much, much, much younger than. And um, she ran around on me a lot. Like a lot. And we were young. Capricious youth. Welcome to it. And it. But it hurt me. And I found myself. I don't know how this even happened, but I was at the bar or whatever. And her mom. It needed a rock, I don't know something, and next thing I know, we ended up in a hotel off a of rockside road. Jeez, we S- easy up- by the hour. <laughs> we ended up at a hotel bar off a of rockside road. We were having some drinks, and she had said to me, "She's like, well, you probably shouldn't drive." And I said, "No, you're right. Honestly, we've been drinking. I probably shouldn't." And she had, I guess, had gotten a room for something else, and uh, um, there was actually two beds in it. Okay, all <laughs> right. So we go upstairs. And we're in the, in, in the hotel room, and I lay on one bed, and she lays on the other, and the TV's on. And then next thing I know, she goes to the bathroom, comes out of the bathroom, and then instead of laying back down in her own bed, she gets into mine. And I was young. Like, honestly, like, here's the thing. Like, she was buying me drinks underage. Like, I wasn't old enough to drink yet. I was 20. Wasn't 21 yet. And... I don't know. One thing led to another, dude, and I was hurt over the fact that this girl that I, you know, I was young and thought I loved her, was running around with all my friends. I mean, dude, like doing awful things to me, and I was like, well, with one fail swoop here, I'll get uh-huh. all back. I uh-huh. was like, instead of six singles, I'll hit a grand slam, <laughs> and we'll, get... <laughs> like, you know, I, dude, I, dude, your boy was early on analytics. Essentially, is what I'm saying. The analytic thing, it's more. I, dude, I did that.
0: What a terrible, terrible thing to do as a person. Not you. I, I no, mean, they, I, that
1: was terrible of me to do as a
0: person. Yes, it her, is.
1: But her her mom, I mean, I remember thinking, to, there was a portion of this night where I wasn't really doing much more just watching something be done, right? And I remember thinking to myself, what an awful family dynamic this is. And I remember thinking, this is why my girlfriend cheats. Oh, yeah. This is because it, 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 there's something in this bloodline. There's something about how she was raised. There's something about, like, how this happened. What she saw as a child, the, the activity in her household. This is exactly... Did she learn, learned it by watching you, Mom.
0: I mean, skizing around on her dad. I'm sure her dad was banging a bunch of other chicks, you know, bringing them home.
1: and And, yeah, dude, you learn it and you live it. And... I felt better that moment. But then I was always worried. I remember even at 20, I was still a little bit... Aware of man, if she find I, I never wanted to tell her, I never wanted to shove it in her face. Cause I knew it would destroy her right. on, on another level. Like because that. you could shove it in her mom's face instead.
0: Well, sure, dude, sure, shove it in her aunt's face. Who
1: cares? Come her here, aunt was hot, dude. Get over here, Grandma. The aunt was probably the hottest of the three. And I can tell you that performance runs in the family. <laughs> like they were you know what I mean? They're they're both pretty damn good. There. She listens to the show occasionally now and she'll be able to piece it together by my age. I feel terrible about that story, but it is a true thing. It did happen. I've been carrying it a long time and I feel a little bit better now. But now as a grown adult, I've always said like if my life if my wife ended up in in, like a full blown coma, I'm probably out. Like I'd probably divorce. Like I'm signing that's too much for me. I'm not signing up for all that. I'm already halfway through my life. I'm not spending the rest of it doing that. Like I'd probably be out. But I don't think I would have sex with my wife's mom anymore. Like, I'd like to think I've grown enough not to do that. Good job, dude.
0: Good job. Thumbs up to you, man. Pat yourself on the back for that one.
1: I am. (laughs) If I could reach my damn back, I can't get my arms around it. All right. Interesting news coming out of Brown's training camp. Uh, Apparently, everything's up for grabs. I'll explain next on Rock 106.9.
3: Please relax. This will be painless. The Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9.
1: Hey, guys, you got Stansbury here with some help on how you can find an affordable and reliable car. Those two things are hugely important while car shopping. I've been working closely with the Wakeham Auto family for a little while now. It's actually where I bought my last car was from Wakeham, and I absolutely love how easy they made the process. 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. Can be heard everywhere by downloading iHeartRadio. Keep that with you. Coming up at 9 o'clock is New Turd Tuesday. You're getting Thunder Thighs, new Shaquille O'Neal, new Nine Inch Nails. And uh, we normally try to play a local track, right? Mm-hmm. And a guy had been... Let me tell you how not to get played on New Turd Tuesday. By insulting me in my DMs. No. That's not going to be the way to do it. No. A guy was trying to get his... Not even his band. Like, his buddy's band played on New Turd Tuesday. And he had wrote a couple of messages, and I hadn't had a chance to get back to him yet. Because... Not gonna pat myself on the back here or anything, or get all egotistical on you, but dude, my DMs are a little can be can get a little full. Yeah, I mean, right?
0: People, you know, obviously have opinions on what you say. They want to send them in, so sending it in via Facebook always seems like a good idea. Seems like a good way to all do right. that.
1: So the DMs can be a little full, right? All right. And so I just hadn't had a chance to get back to them yet. So then, like, I happened to stumble across one of the messages because, like, I, I don't know, I changed like the updates on my phone or whatever, and it came across my phone, and the guy had like, res- like. Moved into like calling me names. Jeez. And so then I finally did reply. I was like, dude, calling me names is the last way to get what you want done. And he's like, well, sorry, man, you didn't respond to me. Well, I hate to sound like a dick, but you're not owed a response. I try to respond as often as I can. I want to, but you're not owed that. And then that's your answer then is to get like, dude, welcome. That's the internet right there. I didn't get what I wanted. So you're a dick. Like, welcome to the internet. It's just, that's the last way to go about getting what you want. So now the guy's, like, sending me multiple, like, I'm sorry messages, like like a jilted lover. Like, bro, I'm not, like, I'm not even going to bother. Like, dude, if you think I'm reading those now, you're out of your mind. Yeah, I call Sansbury fat all the time, and I never get what I no want. No texts.
0: Take, take, take the hint from me, dude.
1: No texts. You yes. shall get no text back. So that's just that's the last way to go about getting what you want done. The right way to
0: do it, correct me if I'm wrong, is to email Stansberry at com. include a little bit about the band, a uh, radio-edited song, and, uh, you know, hey, maybe, maybe you'll be on New Turn Tuesday. Right. Okay. You're going to get there
1: f- faster than this dude's friends right. are. I'll okay. tell you that. All right. So... Browns training camp officially underway. Yeah, it is. And what I'm about to report to you, I found at ESPN.com. Now, I will tell you that I trust what I hear from ESPN about as much as I trust what I hear from CNN. So, not a lot. There you hear the sacks. Now, our boy, our boy Dustin already tweeted in and says, Cue the, cue the sacks. Enjoy a lot last, boys. The okay. sacks years are numbered. Now, remember, I said... They make the AFC Championship game. That's when I'll stop playing the sex because that's a legitimate turnaround. Like you're a legit. That's a legitimate turnaround. Like not even Super Bowl. You you don't even have to win the AFC Championship game. You make an AFC champ. And I know it's not going to be this year. No. Not going to be next year. No. But if you make the AFC, if you make the AFC Championship game, I will stop playing the sacks while talking about the Browns. This
0: is our fourth NFL season that we're
1: coming into, and they the haven't the come close. Not
0: even to, not even to, close to the
1: playoffs. They haven't come. Actually,
0: close. have gone further down the rabbit hole. Worse, are, are worse than now than they've right. ever been before. They were
1: worse last year right. than they were our first year on the air. That right. is true, and
0: that's pretty sad state of affairs because they weren't very good that first year either. In fact, so sure they were one of the worst teams in the NFL that year
1: asked about the Browns quarterback situation, Hugh Jackson said, we are still evaluating. We're just kind of seeing where we are. And ESPN, Pat McManaman, ESPN staff writer, saying where they are, where the Browns are, is neither Cody Kessler nor Brock Osweiler has seized the job. And if anything, the grip on the job may have loosened. Which now ESPN.com reporting, which might point to the possibility that the Browns' best option at quarterback would be to turn the job over to Deshaun Kaiser and start the kid as a rookie this coming season. If that's the case, we're in for a very, very long year. Oh, yeah. If that's the case, we're talking
0: about one, two wins.
1: Here's what. Oh, I would say under. Here's, here's what everybody had to say about the Sean Kaiser going into the draft had the highest ceiling which is a BS like terminology people use for athletes that's I mean that means nothing had the highest ceiling but the least developed player at the position coming out meaning you could maybe get him there there's a lot of potential there but he's nowhere near ready to do it right now and I I believe in Hugh Jackson. I do. And I believe he's a a decent, above-average offensive mind. But I don't think that that means he takes a kid who was the least developed quarterback from this year's draft, which was not that deep at quarterback, by the way. that was the problem. That was the huge problem, and can turn that kid into a day-one starter. I don't buy that.
0: Um, I understand the thought of... You know, well, if we don't know what we have, we might as well see what we have. You know what I mean? Like, I understand that and why you would decide, hey, let's just throw it up against the wall. We'll see what sticks. Which one of these guys can do it? Let's see what the Sean Kaiser's got. Throw him out there. Um, But that's something you do, especially when you bring up all those points about you know how he came out of the draft. Well, tenth week. I was going to say year two. That's something you do. Like, all right, oh uh, yes, I agree with that. You've sat by with a with a with a clipboard in hand, and you've you've sat behind Brock Osweiler. But like, if you throw him out there and Cleveland Browns, I know, you know, the offensive line is going to be the second best in the NFL. But, dude, last year, no, they dude, won't. the Browns couldn't have... I'm a, telling
1: you, by week six, that won't be true.
0: The Browns couldn't keep a quarterback upright to save their life last it year. It took us
1: six quarterbacks last year? Six? I,
0: mean, I, I think, I mean, once, six. once Clipboard Jesus came out, I was like, you know what? I'm done counting at that point. So, like, to, to think that this team is ready to, you know develop a rookie quarterback like Dak Prescott, that's, dude, you're you're an idiot if you think that the Dallas Cowboys and the Cleveland Browns are in the same
1: situation. Exactly, exactly. Dak Prescott would have never looked like Dak Prescott last year on the Browns. Dude, that Dallas Cowboys team is so... So loaded,
0: it's crazy. I mean, you know, and you, I've made this point with a million uh, Browns players and a million other players that, like, you always said Tim Couch would have been a better. Yeah, if you would put him on a team which had th- the, the ability Stability. to foster it, right? But you can't, you can't bring a rookie in to a losing franchise and try to think that he's going to be the one who changes the culture. How is he supposed to do that? Throwing it to who? Who's he, who, Who's uh, so he's going to go out there and he's going to get creamed? This game's going to be way too fast for him. The guys are going to be way too big and too strong for him. And when he's out out there just pitching it because he doesn't want to die. Who's, uh, Dude, who's he throwing it to? The other team? The other team's secondary? Come on.
1: A guy's making a decent argument here that Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota aren't doing too bad starting, and they started the first season out. Well, actually, Marcus Mariota's first season wasn't that great. I, it, now, he's going to be the best out of all those guys that came out like right around then, I think. He, he probably has the best, again, ceiling potential, all that buzzword stuff that TV shows use that don't mean anything, but I, I, again, I just think our situation's too rocky to put it in the hands. And Deshaun Kaiser's not—I mean, people felt like—and Mar- I didn't—but people felt like Mariota was a surefire pick. Winston the same way, and people felt like you. People right. felt like Winston was a non-miss pick. Nobody felt like Deshaun Kaiser was a non-miss pick.
0: And I mean, I understand that you know both the Titans and the Bucks probably weren't in the best place when they got those quarterbacks. But I'm telling you right now, they're in a better place than the Browns were. Browns are. So uh, if you ask me, you can point to two dudes and be like, "Oh, they did all right." How many dudes can I point at rookie year that had to go out there and got
1: swallowed alive by the NFL? I know this is what people are going to do. People are going to start sending me messages about Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers sat three years, right? And. but behind Brett Favre. Now, so you can make the argument that is it going to do you any good to sit behind Brock Osweiler? Yes. You yes. think so?
0: Oh, yes, it will. Just just, just based on the Speed fact. Speed of game. Just watching the game and understanding the difference between okay. going into college and being a stud versus going into the NFL and being a nobody. Because at that point, that's exactly what you are. You went from being the best player on your team for your entire life, dude. From from middle school football all the way up until when you were at Notre Dame. And now all of a sudden, dude, you are the worst player on the worst team in the NFL, dude. Yeah, that's going to take an adjustment period.
1: I would also say that maybe watching Osweiler you learn what not to do. Right? And you can I honestly like you you're either a role model or a cautionary tale. Right. That's the only two thing you can there's the only two things you can be.
0: The uh, you know the reputation of Hugh Jackson and you know I know he's doing the Mr. Hero commercials and I love a good Roman burger like everyone else on the face of the planet. Oh I'm gonna miss those. <laughs> but 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 it, it, the, the reputation of Hugh Jackson is that he's the quarterback whisperer and he can draw the most potential out of any quarterback and that's that's how he built his bones and that's why people in Northeast Ohio dig him but dude if you can't decide between these three quarterbacks and you can't get one of these guys to definitively be like yes Cody Kessler you're the starter week one or yes Brock Eiswaller,
1: you're the starter week one if you can't do that are you really this quarterback whisperer I mean we're early on in training camp alright so I think a little bit of what these guys say right now is smoke and mirrors, right? Don't give away too much. Yeah, because God knows that's the
0: problem, is the Steelers need to have a smoke screen in front of them to beat the Browns. Oh, yeah, that's the problem. Come on. I
1: I know our offensive line is supposed to be good, and maybe this is just the pessimism of being a Northeast Ohio sports fan my entire life, but I worry that on paper they are. But when we when we watch them play, it's just going to be the bad news bears. I really do worry about that. When you haven't watched
0: or when they haven't played a game together, yes, it's it's pretty it's pretty presumptuous to to say the second best team in the NFL or the second best offensive line in the NFL. Dude, the Browns. I don't know how many games they're going to win this year. I know four and a half is the over under. If you ask me right now, I'm going to say under. Um, especially if you throw Sean Kaiser out there. But, dude, as long as, number one, they can run the ball, and that's going to depend on the offensive line, and number two, they can tackle people. And that's such a goddamn low bar. That's what I would think of a seventh-grade football team. is like, all right, well, if we can establish the run and if we can make tackles, if that's all we do this year, that's all we can do this year. And that's the hopes I have for this team, is get first downs and tackle people. What? And we're going to go on a road playoff game, Dustin? What are you talking about, dude? Never
1: happening. Not this year.
0: <laughs> not this year, not next. Not
1: this year. You know, Those guys tell me, you know, the Bucks were pretty bad when Winston took over. Winston was. Uh, dude, nobody was entertaining the idea of taking Deshaun Kaiser number one. Nobody. Like, there was a coin flip of whether or not you take Winston at number one. This was the worst draft for quarterbacks we've seen in a while, and we got what people thought was the bottom of the barrel of it.
0: Yeah, Super Bowl, sure. Deshaun Kaiser, clear out a place for him in Canton right now. You know what? Sorry, Jerry Jones. Sorry, Kurt Warner. The shot's coming down, baby. Come on.
1: You might not make the bye week, let alone <laughs> the playoffs. <laughs> Jesus, dude. I can't wait. Dude, the good thing is, is at least football's played in nice oh wait, no it's not. It's played in the freezing cold. That's why, dude, everybody loves football season. I'm like, what? It's miserable television for 16 weeks, and it's ice freaking cold. I don't want football season. I guess maybe if I moved to where the team would be good. Dude, like, if I lived in Pittsburgh, I'd be like, bring it on. But I've lived here my entire life. Oh, my God. Who knows? Maybe they can get a turnaround. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I have a list of uh, what people have submitted to put on, like, Novelty license plates Like yeah. that kind of Personalized license plates And the list of stuff That got rejected Will make you laugh We'll give you that next On Rock 106 106.9 And welcome back To the Sands Ray Show On Rock 106.9 Right around the corner Is new to Tuesday Brought to you by The Hard Rock Roxino there New Nine Inch Nail Is going to end that out I can't wait to hear that song Big fan of that band I've been pushing for them To play the Super Bowl Halftime show Nobody seems to want To give me that No you Now the guy was Listed artist of the decade by Rolling Stone magazine. A lot of people play that halftime show that are never gonna get never gonna get listed as artist of their decade. I think Trent would be a great pick. But we'll find out if his new one's any good to end new tour Tuesday. I'll read you some more messages from that guy that's all mad that I won't play a band from people he knows. He's all mad because I talk trash about the message he sent me. He's like, dude, people at work know that I'm the guy you're talking about. Jeez, I I know. I was like, bro, sending me these kind of messages is the best way to get called out again. <laughs> dude, what are you doing? Yeah, quit giving him, quit giving him fuel dude, for the d- fire. Just, dude, just, right, quit giving oh, me the no. ammo. You don't, I, don't need, I don't need any more ammo. I got enough. We're online at WRQK.com. If you missed yesterday's show, podcast it right there. So I'm reading this list here. of um, These are, were the requests for personalized license plates in Ohio that got turned away. All right. And I wish this told me, but it doesn't tell me what like the guidelines are of what you can and cannot get. I would assume no profanities, probably on that. Yeah. I, I mean, right. I mean, I don't need to see that in writing. I can pretty much guarantee you that's definitely part of it. And even like the low-key curse words, I'm sure you can't even
0: put hell on it. You know what I mean? I'm sure you can't put damn on it. I'm sure you can't I put wonder. ass on it.
1: So we saw a couple of these, and there's a ton of them. So I'll just read you a few that I thought were pretty funny. Thought is not allowed to be on a personalized license plate, which... I mean couldn't that be an abbreviation for a lot of things like well, well I mean so could anything
0: you could be like well you know smid is 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 an abbreviation for like yeah. you know so my so my diaper or something I don't know but there's a million
1: different things you could do for those of you that don't know thought stands for that hoe over there yeah. that's where that word comes from carnage was a word that was written that was submitted for a personalized license plate that was denied. And I can't for the life of me figure that one out. Any violent, you know,
0: messaging that that they feel like as well, you're getting into the level of violence there uh, yeah, is my stretch, but that's what I would assume.
1: It feels like a stretch to me. That one does. I don't know why that one wouldn't have
0: like would kill be okay or like stab? You know what I mean? Like, they probably wouldn't go for, like, stab. My
1: guess is Carnage is that dude's in that band, right? Like, they're in a band called Carnage, and so they wanted to, like, they were looking at the license plate as an advertising opportunity. But if if I'm in a band called C-Scab, it's not going to be like, all right, well, we'll get that one out there. All right, well, you bring up, (laughs) because one of the ones that got denied, these are personalized license plates that got denied, was C-U-N-N-T. So they added a letter in, yeah. there. but you can't do that. Like, the, dude, the DMV they know what, they know what you're doing. I, but I mean, you can make all these arguments about, uh, yeah. But carnage isn't uh, well, that violent.
0: I mean, just like I said, I mean, <laughs> if that's against the, the policy there, then you can say that, like, well, it's my band's name, but I can say, you know, all right, I could say my band's name is shoot yourself, and you're not going to let me do that. Another guy
1: had S H T R F L L. Made famous from the uh, from the Chevy Chase movie, uh, what was it? Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Cousin Eddie. Oh, the uh, the restrooms full. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, see, some of these you'd have to put some, you'd have to put yeah. some real thought into. Another one was D D P U S S D D. Now I would have that as pus. So. When you leave something open for interpretation, you're probably going to get no is the answer. Another one of these that got denied was F X I C H G N, basically F Michigan. Okay. Right. Um, And again, you're alluding to to swearing, and they're probably going to be they're probably not going to let you have that. Yeah,
0: like I said, once you get into the territory of gray, it's like no, that's going to be the answer.
1: F U B Z. F U B E E Z Y was denied. B Z again slang for bitch. So my guess is that's probably why that got um, why why that got denied. Dope A F and again A F stands for if you don't know as and then the F word there. So yeah, again that's why you got denied there.
0: Um, you know I guess when you when you apply for something and you you say this is you know specifically what I want, but like F U is in my license plate. Like it is. I know it is. Really? It's the first two letters in my license plate. It's F-U. And then, you know, the numbers and the, and the letters. But it's not, like, it's not like it's F-U, dude. It's just F-U, two other no- letters, and two, then six or three numbers after that.
1: Another one of these that got denied was P-N-T-Y-D-P-R. I'll save you uh, you thinking of it. It's panty dropper. Okay. And um, again, uh, I guess it wouldn't bother me. Here's another one that I, I thought uh, that I was kind of surprised got denied. This is personalized license plate. I H 8 U A L L. I hate you all. I don't get it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I'm don't, sorry. I don't get it. I don't think any of, I mean, I, you know, obviously none of these things are like offensive to me or like I would, I would have an issue with it. But when they, you know, they have to set a line somewhere and they're going
1: to set the line far further than you want them to. Another one of these that got denied was WTF TRMP. What the f Trump? That's why I, I WTF? Anything's yeah, in. Yeah, you're gonna get denied there. No balls was a personalized license plate that got denied. Forty five sucks again, alluding to the president. Uh, Forty five a liar. I'm surprised that that got turned.
0: Out. I really am because it's not. There's no vulgar. There's no sexuality. I mean, it'd probably help if we had the rules in front of us. But maybe just because it's negative. But I mean, what are you going to tell people that you can't be
1: negative? C- right, C L E A F again, Cleveland as you know that. That's probably here's the one I thought was funny. S N D N U D E send nude, and I'm surprised that that got. You're getting into sex there. You're getting into territory of of. Uh you know mud slut was a personalized license plate now i mean you had to know when you submitted that that they weren't going to let you have that and dude i think it costs money to even apply right yeah
0: i think it's a, a couple extra bucks to apply and then if you have it made um who is putting mud slut i guess some Country chick that you know embraces that lifestyle.
1: My guess is no. I, I I think it was more probably a dude with like a jacked up truck right. and that his truck, his truck's big named Becky Vibra. and she's a mud slut. Mud man. She ain't no pavement princess. That's get a mud slut. Yeah.
0: come on, Stansberry. Hall <laughs> of Fame legends, Toby Keith, get him up there.
1: That's a, I guarantee you that's what that was. That was that that was a big old jacked up truck that ain't no pavement princess. That's a mud slut. That's I'm guessing that's what that was. But I don't know. New Tour Tuesday starts next on Rock 106.9.
3: Dan Stansberry. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit pigs. The Stansberry Show.
0: Chilling in the studes with my dudes.
3: On Rock 106.9.
1: And he's all mad at me because I won't do it. It's because he decided to be rude. And I'll never understand why people on the internet, when they don't get what they want, why they go to low blows thinking that's going to get you what you want. It won't. They're going to call you a Nazi
0: Saying That's how the internet works. Don't give me what I want. I get pissed off about it. I start tweeting about it, and then I'll say Stanbury's a yeah, Nazi.
1: I have the thing you want, yeah. which is AirPlay for this band that you want to get exposure for. I, dude, you should be trying to seduce me. Yeah, you're not. You're not going to threaten me into it. You're not going to insult your way into the. I told, I uh, dude, I just wrote them back. They this band can sell ten million records. They can sell, and I still won't play the record. Well, uh, dude, I'll never play it. Like, dude, I'll never understand, dude, This uh, somebody's got to teach you people how to use yeah. the internet, and apparently it's got to be me. A little bit
0: of seduction for Stansberry there. You gotta I have
1: what you want.
0: <laughs> lay it on thick for him. <laughs> Idiot. I'm all mad. All right,
1: come on. I'm also mad because, uh, dude, WRQK.com is not responding the way it should. Okay. I posted the video for this song we're about to play called Thunder Thighs yesterday. And uh, and for some and I said it like time stamped it so it would load like right before nine o'clock, see, because that's when the feature starts. And for some reason, like the video won't show up for this song Thunder Thighs, and I wanted to be able to point people to WRQK.com to see it. We may be having website issues and nobody's told me yet. Maybe that's what's going on. Probably. Is that right? I don't know. <laughs> I mean it's nine o'clock in the morning yet, so I mean maybe people haven't been made aware that there's an issue yet. I'll probably I'll have to get with IT or whatever the web department as soon as we're done and we'll get it figured out. But um, I wanted you to be able to see this. But hearing it's going to be (laughs) going to be pretty damn good too. Um, I don't really know if there's an artist name here. I think this is just a couple of people that got together and decided to make a funny song.
0: I have watched the video, and I don't think this is implied as like a funny song. I mean, it's definitely funny when you listen to it. You're gonna laugh, but I think this is like an empowerment thing. I think so. This this is is not Weird Al. No, 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 no. And the only the only face I recognized in the music video. it was like a production. You know, it was like produced. It wasn't just like you know on an iPhone or anything. Um, if you ever watch the show Vice Principals on HBO with Danny McBride I've seen it and yes. how he's got that daughter the yeah. daughter's in this so oh, okay. I mean I don't know if she's like a musical artist or I don't anything know that, now yeah. but she's it's that kid from from Vice Principals
1: oh, okay so here's uh, Thunder Thighs the empowerment record man I hope the new Nine Inch Nails is that good that sounds pretty good So
0: this is about body acceptance, right? Of like a larger woman. Yeah, and, and, and loving your body
1: as a whole, kind oh, of. Oh, yeah. Wrap your arms around the BBW there.
5: Chub
0: rub. The day is just heating up. She say chub rub. Yeah, that's the first line. Chub rub. The day is just heating up.
1: I like it. <laughs> I like it,
0: dude. You need to get, dude. This is a great time for you to talk about gold bond.
1: <laughs> Hit Rager. Yeah, the day is heating up. Get your boys sprayed down.
5: Chub rub. The day is just heating up. So.
1: Is Nicki Minaj's lawyer about to <laughs> file? Like, I mean, right? I mean, they basically stole her whole style. So
5: what? boys' shorts are itching up.
0: mom jeans a thing? Is that like a female body type? You had too many kids, and then it's like, dude, I don't know. My body's kind of falling apart. I can't squeeze myself into those anymore. Is that, is that what it Why not makes? just make decent-looking jeans for people that's true of? I, I don't Why know, do maybe they, harder to do than, than we think. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't think so, right? It's just still sewing denim together. I like the beat. It is kind of a good beat. The beat's all right. And vocally, like I said, she sounds so much like Nicki Minaj that you can't, I mean, it's hard to hate it.
0: Yeah. I feel like Rick Ross should come in right now. And just, oh.
1: Oh. <gasps> I love Rick, dude. Oh, I was going to say, maybe that's it right there. Now, can I ask a question? I get that it's an empowerment record. Right. Right? right and it's called thunder thighs right but if I refer to her as having Thunder Thighs, I'm a sexist and Twitter has to take me down.
0: I think it's probably how you, well, like what the relationship you have with her, if you're just looking at her being like, yo, Thunder Thighs over there. Maybe <laughs> it's a little derogatory, but you know, if you're, that's your girlfriend and you know, you, she knows that you love those Thunder Thighs and that's kind of what you're all about, I mean, you probably I don't just, I, just,
1: I, I, I guess I don't get it. Like, if it's an empowerment record, then go out of your way not to use the terms you're pissed at people you use.
0: It. I mean, dude, it's, it's, it's well, we can use it and you can't, and like, I don't know. That line's been drawn a couple other times. Yeah, that life.
1: line's been drawn one time. And I feel like that one, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know what I mean? The history of us and <laughs> the country ain't great. So we kind of, you know, if that's the price we paid for slavery, <laughs> is giving African Americans a word, I feel like we got off light on that one. It's that's the reparations, the N word. I can live with that. Boom, clack,
2: they smack when I stride. Thunder thies, thunder, thunder thies we
1: This would have been a better funny record than.
5: Oh my, got them thunder thighs. Boom, clack, they smack when I stride. Thigh stick. Thighs juicy, don't be jelly when my thigh shakes. Thigh stick. Thighs juicy, don't be jelly when my thigh
0: shakes. Are you thinking about all the plus size women you've been with in the past? Like. Man. I do like that
1: thickness. I'm not opposed to it. I like runway models have no uh, they 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 can't hold my interest like super skinny girls like that I have no interest in that. Well, now what I'm going to say about that is which is is, good because I live in Canton and you're never going to find one. (laughs) Not even a concern. Never going to find one. So yeah.
0: Um, you know I I I think there's plenty of empowerment movement when it comes to women and their body types and things like that. But I will always say that skinny bitches get shamed even if it's like you eat a cheeseburger and it's like dude you know I'm sorry like I eat healthy I try to you know take care of myself and like. for some reason or another, that's demonized now. And like this message of body acceptance only applies to thick women. But, you know. It-
1: At some point, we have to realize that what acceptance can mean is excusing poor behavior. Oh, yeah. Nobody should nobody should accept my body size. We should all be fighting against that because, dude, what it does to the healthcare costs, what it does to my personal health, and how I can die. Nobody should be accepting of that. Yeah, I mean, obesity is one of the main A contributors. Huge problem. too acceptance it. is tolerating behavior that shouldn't be tolerated sometimes, and you got to be careful with it.
0: And I, I I understand that, like, you know, some people are just built that way, but it's vast majority of us. It's because we're lazy and we eat like crap. I mean, I'm
1: built this way because I like the way food tastes and I like laying down on the couch. I have a slow metabolism. I no, a thi- I don't. I
0: have a thyroid problem. What I have just... is overactive yeah. taste
1: buds. Is what I've got. And I
0: read something recently about how uh, since we're all getting fatter, um, it's just becoming more and more accepted. It's just becoming sure. more and more. Well, of course, well, who's going to call you right. out? Everybody's fat. Well, I'm not that fat. Look at that guy over there. And it's like, no, dude, you're getting pretty fat here.
1: I, uh, dude, that's what made me. Sh- like I said, I told the story yesterday, right? I, I ate everything I could get my hands on during vacation because i was like you know we're gonna start this week and Mm. part of it was i saw a photo of myself sitting next to a very beautiful woman and i looked horrible in it and i thought so all the entire vacation i thought to myself you gotta stop this before you're the fat dude on b roll for six (laughs) o'clock news like you can't like dude as long as you don't look like peter griffin you're probably gonna be all right but i was like nah dude we gotta shut this down all like right. I dude, I
0: have to. Shut the mother down starts today. Yeah, it
1: does. All it right. does actually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, it's, yeah. Cranky Stanceberry tomorrow, just sitting here with sugar snap peas and a protein shake. He's gonna be miserable. I mean,
1: was I that much happier when I was eating donuts? No. I still screamed, I still rage, dude. My anger comes from other places. It's is not, not just my waistline. It's you know, I don't I actually I don't know why. I got a pretty good life. I've <laughs> got two jobs I absolutely love. I play golf every day. I should be the happiest dude alive. I don't know what the hell I'm so angry about. Maybe it's because people call me dicks when I won't play their friend's band, maybe maybe that's why. Give me the vote there on Thunder Thighs. it's half a turn.
0: Um, I, the beat was really cool. I would definitely listen to that again. I even thought the chorus had something to it when he's like Thunder Thighs, Thunder Thunder Thighs. But the verses kind of sucked, and I don't know the, the the message kind of like rang flat to me.
1: I, I'm gonna agree here. I, I'm gonna vote like half a turd because I feel like the bass. There was a lot to be uh, happy about. it's half a turn. And I think if Nicki Minaj actually rewrote the verses, that song could actually be turned into something really, really good. We have the new Shaquille O'Neal song. It's a diss track all about LeVar Ball. We'll give you that next on Rock 106.9.
3: Dan Stansberry. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your friend, pigs. The Stansberry Show. Chilling in the studes with Medus. On Rock 106.9. Hey, guys, you got
1: right here for the Wacom Auto Family. Wacom has been proudly selling the Mitsubishi brand on the Wacom Auto Mile at West Huskin Lincoln Way between Canton and Maslin for over 20 years. Neil had made uh, a rap album. Was it late 90s? Somewhere around there? I'd probably say mid 90s. Mid 90s with Shock Foo there and the Foo which I would have thought more would have came out of the Foo
0: to be honest with you. <laughs> Real shame there. You know, one of the musical artists that probably just got, you know, taken off the face
1: of the planet Find soon. the music on mm-hmm. the Foo. We kind of mm-hmm. need it. But you know he had kind of teamed up with that, and then kind of like released the whole album or whatever. And that was the thing to do back
0: then. Oh yeah, rapper or athletes were trying to be rappers all the time. You'll still see it every now and then, but it's not nearly what it once was. I'm telling
1: you, you've gotta check out Damian Lillard.
0: I think I think most dudes are like, dude, I know I'm gonna look like a fool when I do this, and I'm gonna look like you know Shaq and Kobe and when they did it, and like "Ah, it's just a bad look. Unless you're talented at it, like Shump, sure, Damian Lillard, sure, those guys are somewhat talented at it. But if LeBron just comes out. And puts
1: out an album. It's he gonna did. Be
0: like, well, he put out that song, but like in that, he even he. But I mean, he didn't put it out. He, you know. No, he just was. It. He
1: was in the studio just to do it because he's got time,
0: right? And if you put if 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 you put like, yo, I'm actually going to be a rapper. You're going to end up with egg on your face. Yeah, it's. Um,
1: I agree with that. It's like any other art form. If you think if you listen to somebody and go or watch something, hear something and think, "Oh, I could do that," it's not because it's easy. It's because somebody's talented and makes it look easy. Like people say that to me all the time: "Who can't do your job?" Well, off the top of my head, you, <laughs> you are the person that can't do it. Yeah, and it's like, it's one of those things that if if. if If you're listening or watching or hearing or whatever, and it sounds like that's so easy, it's because of the talent of the person doing it, not over the fact that the art form itself is easy. I'm telling you, Fan Zone, you should check out Damian Lillard. He's not the worst. We do have new uh, Shaquille O'Neal here, though. This song's all about LeVar Ball. And uh, he's, uh, you, you, what are you? I'm over Lavar Ball, dude. I honestly am.
0: I think when he first came out, I was kind of entertained and I thought he was like, you know, going to uh, kind of be like a Kanye West and Axel Rose where he's out there and just saying the same things. Right. But like it turned into too much, man. At this point, I, I really do feel like Lavar Ball, I'm done with you.
1: Okay. Hey, I, I mean, I've, I've hit my breaking point with him. He's at saturation level for me. And his kid hasn't even played professional basketball yet. You know what I mean? Broke like, a lot of summer league records, but it's summer league. It's not necessarily, you know what I mean, full-blown NBA stuff yet. Yeah, you're right. We're going to have to wait and see how he fares this season. But here's Shaquille O'Neal taking LeVar Ball down a peg.
2: Hey, me thing? and Melo against him and Shaq. you think you like me? You ain't like me, but you like me? You a
0: I already like that beat.
2: That's up dudes so bad. Loud. I don't understand. Walk around like they the two big ball of tang. How you think that? about the spit facts I walk in Wee back in 92 I came out with the shacks <laughs> <laughs> <I>
0: mean, <laughs> Those shacks were dope though dude Yeah they were yeah, had they the basketball
2: on the tongue sweet. you had to
1: pump up I had the
2: shacks doing this a gold time when you was averaging 2 points riding a pine you Ooh shirts you see my feet work Fall a brand That was me first How many parades Did I give them LA streets How many rings with Kobe See You thought we had beef How many accolades How many ceremonies I had whatever I want Like Tony, Tony, Tony You beating me
4: <laughs> That is hilarious
2: You think you man? You ain't even Jeff Maloney when did you play, huh? What year? Oh, yeah, you played for Dallas. A damn peer. Listen here. They call me Steph Harden. I make the same salary as Steph and James Harden. 200 plus, 248. You do the math, man. Damn, my life is great. You want to battle these? You better have endurance. Before you crash, man, get that general insurance. Or get some dicey <laughs>
1: He did drop the
2: general on the track. He did.
1: Oh, Shaq, I like it. I like it.
2: You want to battle these? You better have endurance. Before you crash, man, get that general insurance. <laughs> All right, bro,
1: I have an assignment. Dude, that, that has to be in the Friday audio reel. That has to be. Hilarious. So good. <laughs> So good
2: Before you crash, man, get that General insurance. Or get some icy hot. Rub it on your back you break that. <laughs>
1: Alright, hold on. Time, <laughs> up, time out. Time out. Time out. because I like the icy hot. That's a product I use, and the back is part of the problem. Why, dude, washing your back, putting applying things on your back. Why have we not created you know how they have like the scratcher stick? Yeah. Like, why have we not created the application stick for like the lower of your back and like the middle of your and, like that? Like that stuff's so hard like I don't have anybody in my house, and after <laughs> I play golf and my back
0: hurts, I have nobody to like rub me down. I think they have like I don't want to say wands, but it's kind of like a shower head, and it's an extended thing, and you could pour ointment into it. Really? And it's got like balls, and you rub it on yourself, and it'll like apply it to you. Yeah, I'm gonna go home and rub balls <laughs> on myself. That sounds
1: like a fantastic plan.
2: General insurance. Or we'll get some icy hot. Rub it on your back before you break that. Open around with Shaq sit down man you be doing the most you know your ass is barbecue chicken in the post first you can beat mike <laughs> then you can beat me wake that ass up you having a dream and when you wake up apologize and bow down to my staples center statue hanging off the side of the building it's true. excuse me arena i feel like martin with this flow damn gina you been caught up in a rapture, and when you watch his old play, look up in the rafters. You'll see Magic Johnson, you see Jerry West, you see Kareem Abdul Jabbar, damn he was the best. Keep looking, man. I know you see this. Number 34, next to Gail Kush Rich. Big Daddy Kane. No, half-stepping. I'm more like Will Smith. I am legend. Oh, I like that one. Kobe hate me, D-Wade ain't tell me Pat Roddy was gonna trade me, that ain't fade me, nothing fade me, Jerry Maguire with this flow, pay hey me, the Bitfall of brand Trust, I am that, I hope you get the mention, by telephone effects, two more things I got to say, you did a great job, I love how your sons play. And Lil Mellow too. Attitude, hella cool. Jumper wet, wet like two dots in a pool. I learned the game from William Wesley. You can never test me. Cause when I'm done, they gon' rip nipple me like Elvis Presley. Watch him out, don't to step out of line. Shaq O'Neal broke, greatest of all time. This is a game to me. This is not a sport. My name ain't Shaq, I'm the Black Michael Rappaport. And Big Baller brand t shirts look uncomfortable. <laughs> So there's new
1: Shaquille O'Neal, dissing LeVar Ball. And when you're LeVar Ball, you got to expect people to take swings at you. Of course. I mean, especially dude, when you're telling people you could beat Shaq and you could beat Michael and your son's going to be better than Steph and like all this stuff. I mean, you you can't expect people not to take a swipe at you. And the problem with it is, and like, I don't know what the real relationship... It's only going to make him worse. Yeah, the real
0: relationship between Shaq and Lavar Ball is, but this feeds that fire. So he's not going to shut up. And I mean, ESPN is not going to stop covering him. No. Did uh, he have this whole issue with a... He was coaching his AAU... His son, this is the female ref thing, uh, right? His second son's AAU team, and he, he threw a fit in the middle of the tournament. He had her thrown out. Had her thrown out. And, the, and the, at first, the tournament was like, oh my god, we need LeVar Ball to be here.
1: Yeah, dude, bitch, you're gone. Adidas has come back and said, We made the wrong call. We should have right, let her rest. Right.
0: And, like, that's where it just kind of goes down to with LeVar Ball, Levar Ball and me is like, dude, I'm just over it. I, I'm just, I'm sick of you.
1: I hate when people scream out about, uh, I mean, it's because he's a misogynist. And, like, people ring bells too early. But we've seen now, this is like the third thing with a woman in him. So there might be something to this. I watched that whole interview that he did on Colin Coward's show with Christine Leahy. Yeah. And. <sighs> He did say, if you mess with me, you're going to get what's coming to you. And she said, are you threatening me? And then that turned into Charlemagne the God from the Breakfast Club saying, see, white people think every black person's going to hurt him and this and that. No, he had said something like, you're going to get what's coming to you. That is a threat. And then he told her to stay in her lane, which, again, I didn't think was misogynistic. I think it was more like, I'm talking to Colin Coward. That's who's actually interviewing me. Now, Colin got in, defended her and she's then since that interview has taken a bigger step on that show and I think it's probably the right call but like there was I didn't necessarily take that issue as misogynistic yeah I mean you don't run the
0: room as the guest in the show right if I want to ask a question on this it's not the guest place to tell me no it's your it's place my, right right, exactly no. exactly so,
1: and the, the best way to do that is off the air privately in a house cleaning situation
0: I, I think it's I think it's worth noting that we've yet to see Mama Bell I mean the kids that, LaMelo all, you know that's the third weird son, and there's no mom there's no like so I don't know if that's a little bit of like yo you're gonna stay home and I'm gonna go out here and take the boys
1: but like I mean where's if you're that involved where's the mom like, you know she what? Might be dead. I don't know. No, no, no. Oh. They're no. They're still married. She's right. she's involved. From what I understand, from what I've heard. But you're right. Like I don't even think I've ever even seen a photo of
0: her. Don't know what she is. Don't know what she looks like. What her story is or anything like. I've that. I've heard that they're together and, and all that. And just worth noting, dude. His son. His son. Not him, but his son has yet to play an NBA game. So like this whole
1: crowning are of you, the king. Are you rooting for him to fail?
0: Um, I don't want him to succeed. I mean, it's not that I'm actively like, dude. I hope Levar Ball or Lamont, or whichever one. <laughs> Lonzo. So Lonzo Ball goes out there and blows a knee, but at the same time, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to follow his career. I'm not going to celebrate him. So like, yeah, a little bit. Screw screw Lonzo Ball. I don't care.
1: I'm kind of in the middle. I I, I think he'll probably be good. Um I just think do you play for the Lakers? at that position and you don't end up great. Well, yeah. You're going to be listed as a failure. And especially with these expectations, it'd be one thing if it was like, yo,
0: he's going to, you know, turn into a JJ Redick of the league where it's like you're not the best player on any team, but you're always on a team and I would be like, okay, that's what that that's do you make a you make a 10-year career out of out of playing basketball? Dude, hats off to you.
1: But I would also dial down what some of my what my parents were saying. And I'm, I'm not telling Alonzo Ball what to do. I'm telling you what Dan Stansbury would have done. My father's no longer with us, but would have been very proud of what I've done and what I've accomplished in this and that. But if my dad was out there telling the media I was going to be better than Howard Stern, yeah. I would look at my dad and be like, shut up. This is my career. I will handle this.
0: Yeah, and I understand. You know, you want your parents to be proud of you. And For sure. You want them to champion you, and you want all that stuff. But yes, it is your life. It's, it's you. Um, I, I, I think before we get off him, LeVar Ball, his second son, Lamella. Um, he's in high school right now, I believe, and you'll see videos of him online playing basketball, and people will start to go at LaMelo like it's his fault that his dad is who he is. He's
1: in 9th grade or 10th grade yeah, that's or whatever what I was going to
0: say. It's one thing when it's a professional athlete and like, yeah, dude, you can you can say whatever you want about Lonzo, but if you're going to talk trash about a 15-year-old on Twitter, you need to reevaluate your life. You need to kind of <laughs> like, dude, what what am, I, what am I doing
1: here? I'll tell you who I feel the worst for out of that entire situation is the middle kid, because the middle kid they say is good he plays at UCLA or going to this right. year but they say he's not g- as good as like Lonzo and then the young the, the, mellow it's the middle kid I feel bad for because you know everybody's paying all this attention this kid's still going to end up having a decent run at UCLA but because he's not Lonzo and he's not LeVar he just kind of gets he's an afterthought like you never even i like as a matter of fact don't here realize. I am talking about him I don't know what his name is you know, I mean? so like that's I feel bad for that son a little bit. I'm I'm very interested and I think it's good for the if the Lakers are good. I know it's good for the NBA. And so I'm for things that make the NBA stronger. I'm a fan of the, a fan of the league. I'm a fan of the brand, that whole thing. So I, I know the Lakers being better. Helps the league. So, for that, I'm kind of rooting for him. But because his dad's such a loudmouth, there is a little bit of me that's like, yeah, I kind of want to watch a dude like kind of like block your shots and Fizzle do that. Out, right? Yeah, I kind of want to watch a little bit of that. So, we do have one more song for New Turd Tuesday. It's New Nine Inch Nails. We didn't vote, though. What do, we, what do you got? Oh, what do you got? What do you got? sorry. Sorry. I thought we had voted. You're I not vote not a turd on show. Not a turd. I'm sorry. I completely yeah. forgot. Yeah, I vote. I we, agree. We're voting not a turd on that. New Nine Inch Nails, less than up next on Rock 106. Ball voted not a turd on that one. We like that one.
0: It was a good one, dude. A lot of good lines. Shaq got the general and gold bond and icy hot all in there. I mean, I don't know what else you can ask for. Uh, worth noting too before we get off Shaq, I think a lot of people overlook him when they talk about like the greatest of all time. I mean, he was dude, a freak. Uh, unbelievable. When he, um, remember he during the finals, he took his shoe off and everybody was like, ew, gross Shaq. For some reason or another, that inspired me to watch a bunch of old Shaq highlights. And dude, that guy, it was
1: unlike anything else, man. Just a, a, a force of nature. He was dominant in that era in a way no other player could be i mean he could just overpower you and that's like dude hackashack became a thing right like it became a thing because it was the only way you could defend him because you could not play defense against him you just had to send him to the line because he couldn't hit free throw shots which by the way before yeah. we get off this as a whole like i'm so tired of turning on professional sports and hearing about dudes who can't do things like yeah. you'll hear you hear this in the nba a lot well you know he does he's not a shooter then what the hell are you doing right. in the NBA for, bro? That dude, the ball goes in the hoop. Yeah,
0: I mean, yes, you as a as a professional athlete should probably be able to play all aspects of
1: your sport. In I the off season, you can't learn to hit a hit a foul shot.
0: I understand you're not going to be as good as others at them because it's a specialized thing. But it's like, dude, it's like pitchers who can't hit a baseball. I I, I don't understand that. You spend your entire day around baseball, the field,
1: right, dude? And and you would think boredom alone? Right. you Just would pick up a bat and start doing it. Like this is what I always say about like. Well, he's not a pure sh- He's not a shooter. He's not a scorer. And I always think to myself, if Tiger Woods would have been out there on the green and be like, wow, yeah, I mean, he can't putt, then he wouldn't have been good. Well, but there's
0: <laughs> plenty of dudes and overall greatness, overall, you know, diversity in your game or, or e- whatever you do, whether it's as a, an artist or, or an athlete or whatever, diversity matters. Um, but I'm sure there were things that Tiger, you know, there's golfers right now, maybe not Tiger's the best example, who are better drivers than they are putters. Yeah, right? I mean,
1: Dustin Johnson for the longest time could not putt. That's why he could never win tournaments. He I mean, he was longer than everybody, and it was really he worked on his wedges and his putter, and that's what turned him into the number one golfer in the world. Uh, speaking of, how's the golf game going over there, buddy? Tell me something. Did you uh, get out there yesterday? No, I took oh, yesterday off. Okay. I played Sunday morning, All right. And we played Lions Den. Okay. Uh, I shot Did a the strip flip? club. No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I shot, <laughs> all right. I shot a forty-three on the front. Okay. And That's good, right? Yeah, was, right. I played pretty good.
0: There you um, go. <laughs> what are Saints confidence? I, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, good. it's
1: not great. I mean, I, I want to be under 40, but I've never done that. Um, I've never shot under a 40. So, um, yeah, I shot 43. I felt pretty comfortable with that. And then uh-huh. on the back nine, it got away from me a little. Um, ended up a little higher than that. Did you get the new driver? I know you're in the, in the, in the no, game. No, I sold driver. my driver to my buddy because his kind of broke. And I, I was kind of frustrated with mine, so I sold it. Nah, I mean, I'm looking at the TaylorMade M2 or the Callaway Epic, and I'm flipping the coin. I can't decide on which one I want, so I'm not making a $400 decision until I know exactly what it is I want. Yeah. Um, I'd like to hit them both like two hundred times. But the problem is, you go to stores and stuff, and they'll let you. But then after like five balls, they look at you like, "Are you gonna buy this All thing right, or dude, what?" Get out of here. And it's like, guys, this is like four <laughs> or five hundred dollars. Like, I want to make sure this is right.
0: So, remember when you were walking out of Dick's that one time, and you walked into the
1: door? <laughs> yeah, I did. I walked right smack <laughs> dab into the moving door. You know what? Honestly, if uh, we'll run that tomorrow and Forgot at. Fi- about at fi- that one. I, for those of you that wake up real early, we'll put that in the 5 a.m. best of tomorrow. I did. I walked smack dab into that. My face was like swollen for like a week. It was, dude, it was terrible. Yeah, you know what? I don't want to think about that anymore. We have this new Nine Inch nail song. It's called Less Than. Let's take a listen to that. giving Trent Reznor a little bit of credit because he sounds good even though he doesn't have a good singing. No, voice. he's not a good singer at all. He's not a very good singer. He's a good screamer, has a little bit of that in him, and he, he, he sounds cool, but the, he, I, vocal ability is not his strength.
0: But it just fits the sound of the music so much, and one of the things that I would definitely note about this While it hasn't came out necessarily barn burner to me, like, damn, that sounds so good, it does sound like one of the songs on like Pretty Hate Machine that I wasn't super familiar with. You know what I mean? Like track nine or whatever. It
1: sounds like it could have been on the cutting room floor of, of Pretty Hate Machine. I agree.
0: And all of his stuff always sounds... I don't want to
1: say timeless and I don't want to say from the future, but like there's something weird about him there. I have posted this on Twitter before, and because I'm a huge fan of Nine Inch Nails and Pretty Hate Machine. I love that record. And I've said before, isn't it cool how Pretty Hate Machine always sounds in style? No matter what like the, the musical world's doing, his music sounds like it was created. And dude, that record came out in 1989. People like forget that. They do Pretty Hate Machine's really old now. Came out in 1989 and it still sounds as fresh as anything that uh, that's out and that's exactly why rolling stone called him artist of the decade it's because he makes timeless stuff I can fly. Oh, I like that a lot. He threatened to sue me once. Trent Reznor sent me a cease and desist order. We were playing The Hand That Feeds. We were out live on remote. And, uh, dude, our board op got a hold of the record before the, the label was willing to release it. And it was The Hand That Feeds, and we played it like 25 times that afternoon while we were out live. And sure enough, the label says thing, like, you, if you play that one more time, you will be sued. I was like, oh my God, dude, like one of my heroes is like threatening to take me to court. I loved it. what should happen and maybe they've done this and I don't remember but you could always do it again is he and Manson should go on tour together like you know what I mean like they're they're in the same vein Trent kind of like helped launch Marilyn Manson's career kind of like you know what I mean took him under his wing and kind of did that whole thing and I think it would just be a good value for your dollar
0: it just paved the way in that industrial sound I know Nine Inch Nails didn't necessarily like invent it but they definitely mainstreamed
1: it they definitely mainstreamed it yeah for sure Love that. That sounds cool. New Nine Inch Nails, Less Than is the name of that. Phantom, give me the vote there.
0: Not a turd. I had a low bar for Nine Inch Nails in 2017, as I would any artist who's you know. First album came out in '89. Right, that's that's essentially 30 years old. There, Um, I don't think if it was 1998 and I was working in radio, I don't think I would pick that one as like, dude, that's going to be a hit record. But it gives me more than enough to be like, dude, that new Nine Inch Nails record when it becomes streaming on iHeartRadio,
1: I definitely will listen to it. He goes out of his way to make great songs that aren't hits. Right. I mean, he kind of does. That's what he wants to do. He wants to make really good songs that aren't necessarily pop or like radio-friendly hits. Radio kind of went to Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails didn't go to them. And um, I agree with you. I don't think it's a hit, but I'm going to vote not a turd.
4: Not a That's a
1: damn good song out of Trent Reznor there. But again, I'm just like a fanboy of Nine Inch Nails, so uh, my view on that may be a little clouded. Aside from that, we are done for the day. If you missed anything this morning, you can find it on the podcast, which will be uploaded shortly after 10 a.m. at wrqk.com. You guys have a fantastic afternoon. See you.
3: Please relax. This will be painless. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9.